All right, so this is a, a look behind the scenes. Sometimes as I'm posting Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios, I legitimately forget what the other half of one of the scenarios was. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm like, hey, let's get these typed out so that everybody can see them and we can get... And then I truly forget. Like, I a thousand percent forget what one of the scenarios was. And that's played out this morning. I, I genuinely forget what half of one of the scenarios was. Need to get you like a, a notebook or something. I think. It's I it's or, the it's the it I don't just... do talk to text is my problem. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an old man, I just don't do it. And so like it's, when it's I true. think about it, I don't like I don't jot it down somewhere because I don't. If I'm driving, I'm not gonna. It's what it is. It's what it is. I'll remember it here briefly. Um, you need the waterproof notepad for the shower. You know that kind of. Try to. I'll try to get yeah, an update. The, I'll try to get an update. That's the. That's how producing goes. <laughs> We try to, we produce. Good morning, it's Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn, he's Griffin, good to have you. We are scheduled to be joined by Drew Forrester this morning. Make sure everything's okay. Can't help but notice there's an empty chair there. Can't help but notice that. Later on in the program, Mike Jones from uh, USA Today, NFL writer, will join us to talk some Ravens, preview, uh, talk about the AFC playoff picture with Mike Jones. Also coming up a little bit later on, we will check in with DeMarco Farr, former Rams defensive ace and now uh, part of the Rams broadcast team. We'll preview in a Los Angeles team that don't look now, but they've played really good football since they got their players back and healthy, and we had written them off. But they are very much a part of the NFC. In fact, they're currently holding a playoff spot in the NFC. Not uh, not sure that I'm like fully ready to buy in and say that they're uh, – you know, a threat to go win the NFC or something like that. But, you know, when they've got all their guys, like, they're a thing. It's still, you know, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald and Puka Nakua and Kyron Will. Like, there's still a lot there on the high end. Their issue, of course, is their depth, right, because of uh, what they did with the salary cap. Good, uh, to, good to see you stop by. Good to see you. Borrow a line from Michael Irvin. <laughs> What's all the white stuff? Yeah, there you go. That's what you got for me today. Anything else? Or <laughs> so you got your uh, Royal Farms hot chocolate over there? I do. Yeah. I'm trying to get in here. I gotta turn my phone off. Yeah, you should. I do got that. so much going on. Uh, do you though? I'll tell you what. I'll give you a second, Griffin. Why don't you tell everybody about? I'm good. I'll give you a second. Why don't you tell everybody about our new friends at the Green Turtle? Yeah, that is going to be the place to be on Thursday nights uh, over at the Green Turtle in Towson or Canton. You get a $10 free bet every Thursday at the new Green Turtles Sportsbook in Towson or Canton. You can stop by, get your free $10 bet, watch the game, enjoy some great Green Turtle food. So make sure you check out the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks in Towson and Canton. The ultimate destination for game day excitement, great food, and live in-person betting with a $10 free pet each Thursday. Come to your house and chew gum. <laughs> this, this is the way it's going to go. I'm letting you guys the, do your betting things. No, I mean, we're, what, what, paying the bills? That's what you're letting us do? How do you think you're going to get your check this week? <laughs> we can't pay our bills. The, the yeah, nine I'm still owed? Just, just go ahead and eat. Like, just go ahead. We'll, we'll get back to you at some point, I'm sure. Just I'm go ready. ahead and enjoy I don't think you are. I think you're in the middle of a meal. Imagine starving. me showing There's up. There's like this full crowd scene at the food line. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, of course I remember. Of we got a lot to cover today. Do we? <laughs> like, I, like your breakfast? You might as well put that thing up to 85%, yeah, 90%. Yeah. Uh, why? 
What changed? Everybody's hurt. We're gonna. We're never gonna lose again. <laughs> That's true. I don't know if you've heard, but there are you know there are still games we play and injuries that can still occur. Mark Andrews is hurt. You heard of him? All right, yeah, there you go. That's that's there's Drew eating Drew eating breakfast. So, since I was told to speak up, I want to make sure Mike Jones is with the Athletic now. All right, yeah, thank and, you. Okay, thank all right, you. good. I just wanted to make sure we had the same Mike Jones. Appreciate it, thank you. Hey, I got some questions for him. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, but what happened at Maryland? It's that not that Mike Jones, but that's okay. Well, you should let me do that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, I? Mike Jones. Hey, Mike, I got a quick question for you before we start. Your relationship with Gary, how did that go? Just to see how long we could do that. Remember the one time I said I wanted to go on the air, and we'd bring on a guest like it was Florio, and I would mm. act like it was someone else? Yeah. I think this is the day. <laughs> this is it? I think this, this is. I've done far worse than this. I think that, No, I just think that in general this is the one. I think I've decided that. Don't like, do that to me. You, you wandering in here. Just eating breakfast. I'm starving. I'm sure you are. Could you imagine if someone showed up? Could you imagine? On like the radio station. Somebody we used to showing do it up. all the time. Not during the show. A hundred percent. We would take a commercial break. I wouldn't. Well, you would. You you would do is you would pull up Bob and Parkville. I've heard some people on the and, FM. I've heard some guys and, on the FM station eating on the air. Yeah, it used you, to be against the rules. Yeah, it's it, not it anymore. It should be against the rules. But we've just kind of given up as as an industry. We've just stopped caring. We've just There's sort of just said, so much of it going you on. Come now. in here and eat breakfast. Yeah, it's like a podcast. We can do whatever we want. It's, it's like a podcast. say whatever we want. Could you please get people to sign up for this bowl pick'em contest so I can fill up this? I just want to hit the three thousand dollar mark. How many more have we got? I don't know. We're about a third of the way. Uh, so we wanted to we need to raise three hundred fifty dollars. We need thirty five people to sign up. We're when probably do they decide better. who made the playoff? Yeah, that's great. Any day now, I think. <laughs> I, you know whose chances what I like. Ask who that was. You know whose chances I like. Florida State. <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard. They won undefeated. What a, what a fiasco, though. I mean, like everything that could have gone wrong for the NCAA went wrong. Well, I mean, the NCAA doesn't have anything to do with don't this. Don't let. Well, they don't. Don't let Auburn give up that fourth and thirty. If they don't give up that right. fourth yeah, and thirty-one, the whole not thing not changes. Texas is right. out. Alabama's out. Well, Georgia, that's the Georgia funny. Georgia and Florida State are in. Hang on a second. What does happen? Because I think part of this is that people are convinced that there's no way the college football playoff would leave the SEC out. So what Georgia does would happen, have been in, even though they lost to Alabama. They wouldn't have lost to Alabama. Why wouldn't they have? Oh, they were still going to play Alabama anyway. I don't know who was there. I think Alabama had clinched weeks ago. Oh, they, yeah. they did. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it would have mattered, honestly. If they'd have lost to Auburn, they weren't getting in with two losses. I, Alabama wasn't. But do you still think Georgia gets into the SEC championship game, or to the, the, the playoff, even yes. though they lost to Alabama? So Florida State, you think, was just getting screwed no matter what? No. Texas wouldn't have been in. Oh, that does actually yeah, make sense because yeah. Texas only the had Texas is because in they beat, beat Alabama. Alabama, right? So the, the the playoff committee was like, "Well, we can't not put them in." One hundred percent, right? No, and that's a good getting point. Getting hurt of Florida State. Look, I honestly thought Florida State should have been in, but I do understand the concept of you guys are going to get beat forty-four to ten. Put your life on the line. Could you name the kid that got hurt? Yeah, Jordan Travis. Oh, look at you! I thought I mean, you would have missed that. I thought. I thought. I think that's his name. Yeah, I. I would have. No, bet. I mean. I'm just saying, like, I I think Florida State should have gotten in, and I think it's kind of shameful to disregard everything they did because 
they got their best player got hurt. Well, it is. But, it's shameful. Now, I, but uh, but I do understand it. Like you're not going to win two games without him at quarterback. Presumably, you're just not. presumably not. Right? Presumably not. Of course, we always remind that Cardale Jones did it for Ohio State a couple years ago. Y- yes, presumably you're not going to do that. I I tend to agree. And this is the eternal: Are you building a TV show? Or are you supposed to come up with a fair competition to determine who should win the national championship? And their answer, like if you put the, the you know the old meet the Fockers truth serum in them, right. would be we have to make a TV show. That's what we have to do. Our obligations 100%. are to our bowl partners. Three of them. What's that? Yeah, three TV three, shows. Three Correct. of them. We've got to make three TV shows. So that's what we're concerned about. And so we think we got it right because we made TV shows. I'm a little surprised. The shame is that we a sport allows for a TV show to dictate how it is you come up with your national championship, and it's a reminder of. What's going to happen moving forward? It's this thing where, like, it's easy to say for everybody else, and I've said this all week, well, this gets fixed next year because they're 12 teams. Right, until you figure out what shenanigans they're going to pull moving forward because they're telling you they're going to make their decisions this way eternally. So next year, when both Oregon State and Tulane go undefeated, right, understand they're not both getting into the college football playoff even though it's 12 teams right. they're openly Penn telling State's you in at eight and three correct <laughs> they're telling you loudly we're not going to make the decisions in the way of fairness we're going to make the decisions that are best for us that's the way it's going to go so this thing where you're like, well, if they would have just waited one year, this wouldn't have been a problem. Right. No, it would have been a different problem. If this you want is... him to run to Royal Farms and get two more of those, by the way, I'll Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you would. They're good. I'm sure they are. It's wonderful. I'm sure it was Man. delicious. I, 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 this is that. And then oh, it's, you... it, it's nuts. I mean, I'm a little surprised they didn't figure out a way to make Alabama and Michigan play in the final. I'm a little surprised by that. I mean, How? But, uh, I don't know. The same way they do everything else, just orchestrate it and say uh, Florida's, um, uh, Alabama's two and Michigan's one. Just orchestrate it the way they always do everything. Maybe Washington couldn't. four. Yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't. You couldn't do that. But I get it. I'm like, sure you could. It's a TV show. You, you just said I, it. I understand that. I understand it's a TV show. Because now Washington or Texas is going to be in the championship game. Correct. One of those two. Well, I don't know if you heard Washington went undefeated. I, 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 I do know that. I know they beat Oregon State by two points. They beat they, Oregon, they who everybody told everyone. me was the best team in the country twice. They did do that. Yeah. That's, but now th- that's all they did. I understand but yeah. that, but it's still. But yeah. But they beat them twice. Right. No, I get it. Everybody. Oregon was favored by double digits the second time around, and they still beat them. Oregon also beat the, the People's National Champion, Colorado. But so. what? The Jesus People's Christ. National Champion. Give me a break. Um, Weren't both. Not that it matters. Weren't both of those games in Washington? No, the second one was in Las Vegas. I thought it was in Washington. Okay. No. Well, then I'm, then. The second one was the championship game, which they play on a neutral site. Okay, gotcha. They beat him twice. Like they, there's yeah, no fair enough. I trust they me. Could I, win. I mean, I wouldn't be. I think Michigan's going to win because they're going to steal all the signs. But I, yeah, I don't know if Michigan's going to win or not. That one we're doing this bowl pick 'em, which again, I need you to sign up. Make it so I don't have to talk about it anymore, please. Sign up today. Griffin actually signed up. I'll take Maryland. Yeah, actually. Of course I'll. Yeah, I was a little nervous there for a moment. Who are we playing? Auburn? Auburn. I don't like their chances. I do. Yeah. Have you seen our I understand that. Have you seen our quarterback? Yeah. He's not the Big Ten's all-time leading passing. You will be. <laughs> he's coming back for an eighth year. There I just was, saw something there yesterday. There was a bizarre. Did I'm you not see a, something yesterday where the dude's coming back for years. seventh year? Come yeah, back for a seventh he's year. He's gonna be twenty-five years old. Seventh year, I understand which is that. two years less than Plumley. Yeah, that's a, well, and, and Perry Ellis too. Um, 
both Plumleys. Who's the other? Tyler. There was Tyler, another guy too who played in North Carolina. Slau. Oh, Tyler Hansborough was there he for was there for like a, nine a years too. Years. Right. Tyler Slough is the quarterback that's been at like eight different places. It's amazing. He's a journeyman, and yet he's going to continue to play collegiately. There was a bizarro story written by some columnist for the Miami Herald wrote a story that like he was hearing rumblings that somehow Talia Tungavailoa could petition the NCAA to get an extra year. He didn't miss – like, he, he played five years. He not played a, five years. not enough. <laughs> he's played. I want to make that abundantly clear. This is not he's been I, in college for. He's played in five years. So we had a kid – so uh, th- th- you'll love this the dichotomy of this, right? I had a kid played high school – played in Ch- – was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The Their season – is the exact same season as ours, meaning they play in the spring. They play okay. spring golf. Okay. In 2020, we did the exact same thing. We played one non-conference match that got on a th- the Thursday that COVID got announced. That Thursday. Remember? That Thursday, they closed all the schools and said schools are closed okay. Thursday and Friday. Okay. It was March the 12th or 13th because it was only coming in for a week. Remember, it was going to be gone. Right. We just needed to – I think it was two weeks, didn't was we? Go- two uh, weeks to stop uh, the spread or something like that. I think that's what like he that. said, yeah. right. Um, so we played a non-conference match, never even got to play in a conference match. Chattanooga, in there in – there, and, and so in my world, in terms of golf, that didn't count in terms of, like, the MIAA. So if I would have had a – if I would have had a kid play in that match, a ninth grader, I could have played him the following year as a JV golfer because he never played in an MIAA match. Does that make sense? Okay. We played St. John's Prep that day in a match. Yeah. But it wasn't in the conference. Okay. So the next year, if that kid was now in 10th grade but I wanted to play him on JV, I could have. Whereas normally, once you play in a varsity conference match, you're you're done, done, right? Right. Well, Chattanooga has a different rule. Okay. Chattanooga says – if you play in a match of of, a- of, any of anything, right. you're a varsity player. This kid in ninth grade, now this will tell you how crazy they were in Chattanooga, they played three holes of a match. The coaches came out. <laughs> and then they said, COVID's here? The coaches came out. <laughs> what the? <laughs> and said, the match is over. Everyone get in your cars and go home. School and the, 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 the district or whatever have said, Everybody's got to go home. The Didn't kid- that happen in an NBA game? Yeah, it might have. Didn't yeah. that? Wasn't oh, yeah. there an NBA yeah, game yeah, like yeah. the first night yeah. where they were first like, quarter. "Please, everybody go home. home." Yeah, was yeah. that the Utah game? So, that might have been. Might have been. So know. the kid, the kid go. You know, kid leaves. He's done. He's played three holes. Three holes. He, his dad, gets transferred to NSA. Okay, so he moves. He wants to come to Baltimore. Right. He wants to come play golf anywhere in in Baltimore, anywhere. School says you got to do it. You're, you can do it, but you're a tenth grader. Well, okay, you're, but hang on a second. He had never played before. But right, but was he in the tenth grade? He 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 wanted to. I should have said he wanted to reclass right. to play nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He wanted to basically go back and say I'm repeating ninth grade. If I'm going to a new school, See, I feel a little bit differently about that. Okay. I, I do feel a little bit differently. Like, but he never played. I understand that yeah. part of it. Like, yeah, well, I, he did. He played three holes. But I would under like that that issue of you know what, whatever that would mean. But I don't really know that I'm okay with like high school kids sticking around high school. It's a little bit different. Well, they 20, all do it. 
I, I, did, you should yeah. see some of the I, I believe that. rosters. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Again, I believe you. Twenty. I know this is going to sound crazy. 25-year-olds go to college all the time. There are plenty of people that like go do you know whatever they want to do with their lives, and then two years later say, I kind of screwed this up. Well, I lots of people go to school for nine years. Right. They're called doctors. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Right. You got malt, malt balls in, in your brain. Herbie Hancock, duh, M and M's. Yeah, right. Um, so I, I get the the twenty five year old thing going to college. We can make fun of it all we want. The other thing too is like I saw our uh, Tori Smith saying something like, "Go Have get you a job." Read the book Outliers, the hockey, the book about the hockey. In yeah, Canada? yes, I did. I had to read it in school. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they started the whole thing. They all had their kids. Mm-hmm. This is how crazy you think we're crazy about sports here. Mm-hmm. Hockey, the parents all. <laughs> There's all these babies born in January in in hockey in Canada because their schools are different than ours. The cutoff their, date for their like cutoff date yeah. is December 31. Ours is right. August. Yeah, oh yeah. Theirs is December. So they all have kids on January the 10th. So, sit them out, and those kids are all 19 and 20 years old when they're in high school. And they and that's what started it in lacrosse. The book's called it's unbelievable book. It's about it's about the phenomenon of keeping your kids back. And Canada started it with hockey. We're hopeless, right? Like just as society, we're just kind of hopeless. I pretty much. I mean, if you saw like, that thing just, with Penn and Harvard, and um, I saw that. Yeah, that wasn't a great. That wasn't a great look. Wasn't a great look. Uh, do, I mean, I don't really do, have any interest. Do you denounce genocide? Not, well, not, we're not really going to get into yeah, it. We kind of do. It's not a great look. It's not. It's not it. And the woman kept saying, but I'm like, going to give you one more chance there, there, to but just say no. Look, man, we could have an entire conversation about it. It's also like the, the, the notion of these things, right? Like all of these hearings are just show and theater and yeah, nothing know, more I don't than know what that. that one was about yesterday. Like that, this is why like none of it. I just, I'm not even, I'm not going to get involved. But yes, I saw the same thing and it wasn't a good look. There's no question about that. But we're all kind of hopeless in general. I don't know how we got here. I have no well, idea. Well, we're not. Ravens what's, aren't. Yeah, we're thank rolling. You. They're rolling. We're, I mean, what's we're going what's your Bowl. thought on the NCAA thing from yesterday? I mean, I wrote about it today. I think it's inevitable. I, I, I said this when I was on the radio with you. There's, they're moving to creating a, a league of all the, the top 24 or 32 teams. It's coming. You know it. They're, they're, they're all going to play in, a, in their own league. And you know who the schools are. You can, you can. I wrote them down today: Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, Miami. Um, you know, go to all the major markets. Northwestern will probably have to be in there because of Chicago. Well, I think there's UCLA, real questions about USC. whether or not Northwestern or even Maryland can be a part of that. Right, but like I think, well, oh, I don't think Maryland could be a part of it. This is not. But for if Maryland, Maryland can't, then Northwestern can't. Okay, but the only reason Northwestern would be in it is because of the market. But that somebody would say the it, same thing about Maryland or Rutgers, right? Like, but I do think yeah, there's but a. I don't think any of those schools. Th- th- this is varsity. This is cheating at the highest and, level. And I'm telling you, you Northwestern can't do that. C- correct. Okay, but so USC, Oregon, you know all the schools. They're, they're going to be in their own league. And when you read through this yesterday and you read through all the fine print, like they, they took a whole bunch of time to basically say you can give half the kids on your roster $30,000. It's got to be equal between male and female. But by the way, if you want to give more, you can. Like – 
Well, they they pretty much just said, I, just give them whatever you want to give them. I, I think there's two separate and thoughts. And you know here. it's coming. And, and I and I did my best to read through this. We've known they've wanted to do this for some time. The problem is it only makes sense for football. Oh, by the way, the schools have to contribute. Correct. Millions of dollars right, to but, this. But they will. This well, of course is, they will. What they're doing is saying, hey, that little collective that you work with, now it just works for you. That's all the that's why, all the difference. Why wouldn't you just? And again, like. The Flintstones used to run, you know, Fred used to drive the car with his feet. Like, we've come a long way since mm-hmm. then. Why? You know this is happening. It probably isn't going to happen in my lifetime. It might happen in yours. There there aren't going to be any more conferences. Well, that's, I mean. They're just going to be, these 32 teams are going to play in the, it'll be just like the the English Premier League. But it's o- it only works for football. This is the part I that everybody's I don't agree missing. with that. It only works. There's not enough money in any other sport, and the only thing that makes money in, in basketball is the tournament, and you need to have the other schools involved for people to care about the tournament. Like, this, there's one sport where this works, and this is the part that's troubling. You're saying because they're, they can put 90,000 people in the stadium. Correct. You mm, can't. I might agree with that, you, but also they're only playing six home games. Colleges are playing. Yeah, but the TV, the TV money is bonkers in football. There's no TV money in like they, there's a little bit of TV money in basketball, but again, right. the entire basketball is profitable because of the NCAA tournament. It requires people caring about the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no one tournament goes to the game in order for the basketball to be profitable. I mean, you and I have been there. Like no one goes to the actual game. I mean, people go, but the stands are. That's the dirty little secret about the tournament. Until you get to the final, you go to these. You go to the first and second round games. They the stands are all configured to make it look like it's people a are random there. neutral no, site. No, one that, there. no one's yeah, there. Correct. I mean, every now and look, it depends. But I mean, if, I if say you no get, one's there, if, if you the get the right eighteen, if if Duke's playing in Greensboro, then you're going to get a bunch okay, of people. Okay, but when there, right? Duke has to go play in San Antonio, correct. Yes. The, two weeks later or the next weekend, yes, the, the stadium holds forty thousand. There's twenty one thousand people. One hundred percent. Yeah, like that's the way it works. Yeah, you and I would agree that you'll. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't know. I don't know what the Rose Bowl is like. I assume it's filled. For for the game itself, for the Rose yeah. Bowl game, most years, yes. I would think so. Most years, it is filled. It is still a big deal to people. My right. team's playing in the Rose Bowl. I'll right, sure. travel for that, right? Like, the Rose Bowl, for the most part, is. But majority of bowl games are not. The overwhelming majority of bowl games are not. Even some of the other big ones, right? Like the Orange Bowl, depending on what the matchup is, isn't going. My God, this year the who's playing Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl this year? Kansas. It's, uh, it's no, it's, no, no. Um, it, was, it was a conference. Oregon. Yeah. Is it or yeah? Oregon. It, 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 oh my it's God. Be Eighty-one to ten. It, but it's going to be hell, and I know the people involved because I used to Liberty. work with the, the Fiesta Bowl. Liberty, because they got got on the Yeah, right, that's a great point. Yeah, they, They've done a lot of bang-up work at Liberty over the years. Real well, real dynamite play. Their golf program's great. There you go. they got that going Football's great. Yep, they've got those things going They're in the Fiesta Bowl. How the Falwell's doing? They're in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, they are in the fest- Fiesta Bowl. you got a good point. Golf program made the great. Fiesta Bowl. Those, Kids played in the U.S. Open the, last the year. The people at the Fiesta Bowl are going to be – if you've oh, ever – Go right now. They're if you've dying. ever wanted to go to a major bowl game in your life, go, just go wander out to Phoenix for a little while, and you won't be able to go more than a couple miles without someone attempting to hand you tickets to the Fiesta Bowl. And I mean this because I went – there were years where we had better matchups when I was working out there, and they were saying, dude, can you please just quietly give away a bunch of tickets yeah, to this thousands. game? Like a bunch, quietly, very quietly. My, um, a buddy of mine used to run that tw- – that- um, used to run that game. Which one? 
The Fiesta Bowl. No, but who? Brian Flagel. F-L-A-J-O-L-E. I, I ever knew. I wonder what he does now. I knew he was a, the PR guy in Tacoma. Oh, okay. All right. I I had a lot of friends. I mean, they would invite us over to the, the facility to watch football every Saturday. It was a great gig. I love it. I got your coyotes circled. Oh, God. Life is good right now for the coyotes. <laughs> I, got coy- I got them circled. Don't know if you guys have heard. Yeah, five I, wins over the last five Stanley Cup champions. Up the score. Uh, I know it was, I stopped watching it 6 nothing. Did it get worse than that? No, it was 6 nothing. Yeah. But they were still trying when it was 6 nothing. We got and they you. Sh- and they should. We got you. I'm pretty sure the goal differential matters for the NHL's in-season tournament. We got I'm pretty you. sure they need that. We got you. Oh, he, yeah. uh, Brian Flagel is <laughs> Hang on a second. Who's going to score six goals for the Capitals? Well, Ovechkin's got five. Yeah, this season, yeah. who's going to score six goals? Um, my buddy Brian Flagel is now the director of the Boeing ah. Classic, Ooh. which is a— uh, Sounds nice. It's the— um, Probably has a lot of money behind Champions it. Champions Tour. There you go. He's got Event. that going for him, which is nice. I, the issue with the, the college thing, the issue is if, if they're just doing it for the sake of, hey, we're going to get to the point in football that everybody thought we're going to get at, it's a bummer for all the schools that won't be a part of it. Like, it's a bummer for Navy. It's a bummer for— Delaware spending $5 million to go up to the highest level only to be told, hey, by the way, that level doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) It's a bummer for Delaware. It's a bummer for those types of schools that, like, want to pretend that they're competing at the highest level of college football. Um, But nobody's really going to be bothered by it because, again, it's easy for us to say – we don't really want to watch those. Every now and then, one of those schools we wanted to watch, like we remember Boise State beating Oklahoma, but we don't actually want to watch. Like, we don't really care about those programs. There's nothing. They don't really do anything for us. So the college football that we want to watch is the highest level of college football. We don't really care about anything beyond that. So they can do this at the football level and have no problem. The issue is... The moment that they decide that the NCAA tournament is now going to be Arizona State versus LSU, they're cooked. No one cares. The NCAA tournament only works because you can get people invested in the idea of a little guy beating a big guy. Oh, no question about that. That's the only well, reason. I mean, there's almost a train of thought that you would say, and I know they're talking about this now, right? The NIT, you're no longer guaranteed a... Mm-hmm. You're no longer guaranteed a spot in the NIT if you win your conference tournament uh, or you win your regular season conference. I mean, I almost would say there's a train of thought that you would say that the top three finishers in the regular season go to the NCAA tournament. The conference winner also goes. And if they happen to be one and the same, they happen to be one and the same. It happens all the time now. And we're going to make the tournament – I'll just make the number up because I don't know if the math works. We'll make the tournament 134 teams. Or 138 they've, I mean, they've, or whatever. They've threatened to expand the tournament a couple the, of times. I mean, you're going to laugh I, when I say this. Let the thing take eight weeks. Yeah, I hear you because it's the only thing anybody actually cares about is the actual tournament. Yeah, I well, hear you, but you don't. This Again, it's the real problem. Maybe Towson no, will get in then. No one actually cares about the second weekend of the tournament unless your team is involved. The second, the, You don't need more rounds of good teams. You care about the Final Four. You care about the first weekend of the tournament. Because for the first weekend of the tournament, you're rooting for upsets. The second weekend of the tournament, if your team's not involved, meh. If it's on, maybe I'll watch it. But you're not invested in it. Creating more NIT, creating more 500 major conference, these power teams playing in the NCAA tournament, is you're you're shooting yourself in the foot and ruining it. And you're also presupposing that the – 
well, you're not, but in general, we're all presupposing that the NCAA wants to see VCU in the Final Four, and the reality is they don't. That, not about the Final Four. No, but I'm just they saying. They have to be in the tournament. But, uh, but I'm saying that we, right. we love the idea that George Mason made it one year and VCU made it one year and Chicago with the the woman at the end of the bench the made it the one year. Like, we, we, we love that, mm-hmm. right? The NCAA hates it. Now, they might have liked that the Loyola Chicago was in the final, right. in the final four, but, but they 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 don't want those teams to win. But this is a nose face situation. They, they want they, them. They want them in. They don't. They don't want them in either. They don't want to share the money. That's this is the issue. They want the well, people. Yeah, that you are might be right about that too. Why are money? we giving the CAA? That's ex- they, they. They're not doing yeah, anything they, for it us. Probably you're, you're probably right about that. They don't. It want probably them drove in. them insane. To have to write Towson a $71,000 check the year VCU made it to the final four. 100%. They don't want to share right. any of this. Right. No, I agree. They I, want I would to agree insulate that. and keep the money within the schools that are doing the most to make them money. Let's talk about the transgender Wait, swimmer. I mean, we're not doing that. It's not going to happen. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to break up the monotony. But this what, monotony? <laughs> what, what, we, we know these people are all. But this is. But my point remains. If you can do this and not have it impact basketball, if you can find a way to do this with football and say we're siphoning off the whatever it is, number of programs, the 40 programs that are going to matter in football and making their own football league, and then I guess everybody else competes with one double A teams. I mean, it would be awkward to have, you know. No, I don't know about that. I, th- I think Maryland, I mean, I would, again, you're going to say, well, they're in the ACC, but forget that for a second. Maryland would play against Virginia and Wake Forest and, um, you know, Boston College and the The problem, Pitt, if you allow those schools the opportunity, if you don't just outright kick them out, they're going to attempt to compete in the highest league. Anybody who's in the, a power conference right now. Well, they can't. They can't. You, we're they not can. letting you in. But that's this. The NCAA, the way they're the setting NCAA it up, said, is, Here are the thirty teams. No, you get to make the choice. The, the way the proposal was made. No, is, I'm saying this is my Super League idea. Right. Oh, okay. The, uh, well, those no, always saying, work out really well. The Super. No, leagues. the Super League idea. Right. Yeah. The NCAA would say, "Here are the thirty-two teams." Understood. At that, you're, you're not in. I, you're not big I, enough. I get it, but we having five different classifications of football is entirely too much. Nobody wants to watch five. Maybe, maybe you'd have three. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think that at that point, A League, B League, C League, you'd be meshing some of the leftovers of the power. Con- and I, but I don't think your thing works. I don't think they're going to take okay. 32. Teams. Is, hey, by the way, is the um, San Diego Chicken still alive? What I don't. No, go ahead. It, you, you just something just dawned on me when you said that. Look it up. Look up and see if he's still alive. I think, I, I think we're Ted good. Ted Giannoulis. I think we're good. All right. I think we're good. So I just. I, and then what I'm do you do t- with like tap out? No, don't tap out. Days the day. I appreciate Please. it. You got me there. <laughs> Don't. I was desperately trying to have a conversation. Just look and see if he's still alive. I, I know you're trying to have a conversation. I, I'm the one that brought it up. I give up. I'm the one that brought it up. up. Hey man, if you you're ever wanted to, to watch someone someone break, today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> you get to watch it as it happens. I'm uh, broken. I finally I'm did it. I'm a broken man. I finally did it to you. I can't do this. I, fi- I can't figure out a way to pull it back in. I finally did it to you. What happened to you? I don't know. Maybe that's the truth. Maybe you've never changed. Maybe this is always the that's way it fault. was, and this is on me. Well, that's 100%. It might really be on me, that's pretty the much. way that I look at it. Do you? Did you listen to the shows? 
In the old days? I didn't. In the old days? <laughs> I slept through most of them. How many times did somebody say to me oh, afterwards? Paul came in I, one day yeah. and said, "You got? Why don't yeah. you guys tape these?" I'm like, "No, nah, I yeah. think we should think probably not." Good. We don't think anybody needs to know. <laughs> I don't think the number of times someone would bring up something, dude. I couldn't believe you said this earlier today, and I was like, "I said what?" Yeah, right. right. What? I would never say. I remember my father said that to me once. He's like, "Well, you said that like this person could never win." I'm like, "I would never say that. I don't even. I don't feel that way at all. Why would I say that?" I was asleep. I was. Barely yeah, look where it got you. Yeah. Colin Stevenson. Yeah, there you go. You're the head, head guy yeah, at Stevenson. The, guy, the head guy. Life is... Is Paul Cantabene still there? Yes, he's still he's there. He's still a lacrosse coach? Anything. Any other, just, why don't we just do train a train of thought for a little while? I'm just asking just, you. Just anything. I just saw his name today. Yeah? I did. Okay. Is he still alive? I, I think so. I can't find I can't find any obituaries, so yeah, I would think he's well, still alive. Well, I would alive. say San Diego Chicken's dead if he... <laughs> He no. was a big deal. Yes. So no, I don't think. I think he's still. I think he's still around. He'd be. Like, I could tell that story. Seventy. No, I, I think I've, I've heard. I could tell that seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was born he's, in. Yeah, he's. Yeah, old. No, he's over the seventy. He was born I, in fifty-one. Yeah, no, I was going to say he's older than me. He's he just 10 years. turned seventy. Yeah, he just turned seventy. What else you got? What are the Orioles going to do this week? They're getting I close. I think they're getting Kimbrel. Oh. Right. Yeah. Are they going to get Kimbrel? That, that's, uh, that's what Ken Rosenthal said about an hour ago, I think. That they're going to sign Craig Kimbrell for how long? Uh, hopefully a year. <laughs> well. Now, now what are they going to do about And where's Cease Now going? what are they going to do about the back end of their bullpen? Where's Cease going? Tyler Wells. Where's Cease going? The Braves? Could still be the Orioles. He's not going to the Orioles. That's, Craig Kimbrell. That's not happening. That's their answer. Do we think, I mean, will it even happen? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm still it, not. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm thinking I'll, of the Grant Balfour situation. I mean, it's about I'll a million. Give me the of name of someone that a friend of mine would like to see the Orioles get. Oh yeah, who says this guy would be a dynamic addition to the team? Uh huh. Mike Clevenger. Mike Clevenger. Dynamic. I mean, he certainly had some moments where he was. He's good. got some issues yeah. that you you know you're going to be a. Vehemently against. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know that. Oh yeah, you can look those up. I'll pass. Um, but anyway, he, um, a friend of mine uh, who knows him, says he'd be great in Baltimore. Okay, so there's that. Well, we need a pitcher. I guess. Well, I guess. I don't think we're we're not we're not starting. It's hilarious how you. Like, we all know who knows Mike Clevenger. <laughs> Like, I don't want to say. It could be anybody. I don't want to say. Who it is. Like, you could be just hanging out with Tim Anderson on a on a regular basis. Anyway, could be. Anyone. He says Mike Clevenger. Great. What are Mike Clevenger's issues? I'll look it up. Um. Uh, yeah, they're not little, good. Yeah. Domestic, yep, yeah. Nope. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! No, really. That's what I. Thought. Are you serious? Oh, I'm, I didn't say anything about him personally. I said my friend said he's a good pitcher. No. No. Well, that's you. No. It's up to you. We'd have a team full of priests. No, not at all. Then we'd lose. Go gamble. Go do whatever you want to do. Use drugs. But maybe not placed under investigation by Major League Baseball for alleged domestic violence and at child abuse. Well, that, I'm, those two I'm, go hand in hand. I'm good. Those two go hand in hand. I think they go hand in hand. God. I think once you get one, you get the other. God. No, um, I'm good. Thanks. We need some players, though. Understood. I'll keep looking. What did Adam Frazier say? Norfolk won the you know everything last year. I think we uh, got players. Adam Frazier said that it wasn't the door wasn't slammed shut. He recognized that if they're that they basically told him you could come back, but you wouldn't be guaranteed anything. Which someone's going to take him. 
What's he, 35? I mean, if he waits around. Is he 35? No, he's not even that old. I think he's like 32, right? Okay. I got him for he was 35. I, like, this is what I said afterwards. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe there's any room. But if you could like sign him for a minor league deal, then you know what the hell? Somebody's sign as many gonna, of those guys. They already, somebody's going to sign him. The only problem is they got to find him a glove. That's true. That well, and a bat. <laughs> like there wasn't much of either one. There wasn't come home. Right? Yeah, he had bat, a couple of big. That's power this season. Was he had great. a couple we, of big. We had you and I argued about this a lot during the summer. He was far more impactful with his bat than people gave him credit for. He, he just was. I don't, I don't know how to. Wh- which part of that we're debating, right? Like the, the, well, you're, you're, the qualifi- you're going to break it down. No, but the qualifications it, that you're making there in order to to make it a statement. If people are saying that he was Jorge Mateo, I guess he was a little bit more productive than Jorge Mateo. A, a was. lot more. He wasn't a lot more. He was. He hit two forty. Drew. Uh, it, that. It's neither here or there. It is. No, it's both that? here and there. Did you see his exit velocity? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Have you seen his Hang launch angle? Today's show is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. I, he I'm going to ask you again. Yeah, uh-huh. Did you, do you know what his launch angle was? No, I don't. What was it? Pretty impressive. Was it, though? Was it? It was pretty impressive, Drew. It was pretty impressive. He was, you could have done worse, is what I could say about he Adam was Frazier. Odor plus. Um, huh. Yes. He was Odor plus. Yes. Odor uh, batted 200. I, he was Odor I, plus. <laughs> like, right. Why is that your measuring stick? Because that's who he replaced. I understand that. It's not my that. fault that's who he replaced. I understand that. Right. And the next guy, and if it's Westberg, I, I think. What what did Frazier have last year? Eleven homers, thirteen, thirteen homers. I, I, what Westberg have two, three? Probably. But he only played. Yeah, yeah he wasn't here. Fifty-five games. Right. Yeah. Frazier's actually velocity. He was in the third percentile. He was horrible. His sweet spot sweet wow. spot percentage ninety sixth percentile. Go. Sweet spot. He's killed it on the sweet spot. One of the best. <laughs> this it. is he what's wrong. With, you guys want to know what's wrong with baseball? This <laughs> is what's wrong with it. That you have I'm some sure that's what's wrong nerd somewhere saying yeah. you got that one in the sweet sure spot. That's K percentage wrong, very not eighty ninth percentile. I didn't strike out much. How much did Odor strike out? I, I don't. Why are we debating? I don't know. Like what I is know. this? <laughs> what is well, the show? I guess what I'm trying to figure out is would you relax, and calm down a little while yeah, Garrett you, and I like, do like, you guys, do sports talk ahead. here. Go ahead. Um, I I think Westberg's numbers are going to be better. They it's kind of like the opera, right? They have to be better. You you, you think Westberg's going to hit thirteen home runs? You think he, what do you? How many runs is Frazier not getting? Fifty? Probably not. Thirty eight? I think it was close to fifty. I don't know. Clicked out of it. I, I like Westberg. I, I mean, give him the job. But that's, that's 60, where, 60 RBIs for Frazier. Okay, so. Uh, Okay, it's where they are. They don't have room, Westberg. But you got to give him the job, right, Westberg? Yes, one of these guys. And unless the White Sox say, "Give us Westberg and some other goof, and we'll give you a cease." Now you don't have a second baseman. But you I don't, do. I don't. You got somebody else to plug <clears> in there. <throat> well, yeah, that's part of the problem. They have so many of right. these types. You of got guys. somebody else to plug in. It would in have there. to be Connor Norby. Yeah, I was going to say point. you got. But he may not be ready. But you got to give him a shot, right? D- may not be ready. You got to. Is he going to play eight years at AAA? But he. No, but you. <laughs> Who was the kid we brought up two years ago at the end of the year that hit the big home run against the White Sox and didn't play last year? Yeah, it's Cal- uh, Stowers. It's Stowers yeah. Yes. I mean, 
I don't know what you're it, about to say. I'm uh, no, I, I'm. You can bring the. At some point, they, they got to come. They up. might not prove to be very good, but okay, ready but is a different conversation. Like you no, can it only, isn't. No, no, you can only play at AAA for so long. You can't just keep saying. When I say ready, I mean ready to be a big leaguer and contribute. I don't mean ready to put your socks on the right I, way and I put the rose I, in the front. I can't guarantee you that any of these guys are good enough. But what I know is there is you got to give them a chance. It, this is correct. why the Ravens aren't taking Ertz. By the way, this is exactly why they're not signing Ertz. I disagree with that. This is exactly why. I disagree B- with that. It is they, well, I, because the, they need to see if this kid can do it. They've they right. they've made an but, investment in Kohler. There's no reason why you couldn't do both they're, things. They're not. I, I don't. That part I agree. Yeah, they're with. not. I agree that they're not going to do it. I'm pretty because sure because they they're not. What I disagree with is the idea that they can't or that they that Zach Ertz shouldn't be going anywhere to be a team's number one tight end. And the but other if he places, comes here and he takes any snaps away from Kohler or likely he those guys can get hurt too. The notion that you dismiss, uh, of, of course, but dismissing signing someone because you've got other guys is insanity. No, it isn't. It is. Mark Andrews got hurt. No, it isn't. The, Isaiah but, Likely could get hurt tomorrow. Okay, to but not sign Zach Ertz because you have Isaiah Likely is stupid. Now to say yeah, to I Zach th- Ertz, you're going to be the number one tight end and get all of the snaps would also be stupid, and you don't do that. I think but you're it would wrong. Be here. Absolutely bat ass for a team to say, well, we can't have any depth. I think we can't. You're, we think couldn't you're possibly there. have any depth. That would be a bad idea for us to have depth. I don't think that's what they're saying. I think they're saying we're, we like our guys. That's fine like to say Buck you like your say. guys. There's no problem with that. But your guys can also get hurt. You had three tight ends on your team. You have two. It's insane to think that you shouldn't have a third. It's a bad ass. It's unreal how much he hates the team. Yes, clearly. I hate the team. I don't believe for a second Put that up to ninety. That, that's, by the way. I'm not going to do that. I don't believe it's Griffin's now. It by is, the way, yeah. I have nothing to do with it. I said Griffin, it forty nine. Griffin sets it's ninety percent. Yeah, it's ninety percent. If they don't go to the Super Bowl this year, they, they might as well shut down. <laughs> Who's going to beat them? Well, that's what the forty nine. That's why I said forty nine. That, that the forty nine ers are in the <laughs> NFC. Well, they would play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They got to get there. I know that this is for winning the Super Bowl. Well, it should be to get there. It's not. Again. I don't come to your house and chew gum. No one cares about. I don't come to your wins. house and eat breakfast sandwiches. It was really good. I bet way. it was. Gotta take a God, break. You're so you get so because we just, agitated. We say stupid things. No, you don't say. You don't always say stupid things. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now you're mad at <laughs> like me. You can't sign Zach Ertz because you have Isaiah Likely. It's just no, dumb. I, I actually think they're not signing Zach Ertz more because of Kohler than Likely. Well, that makes zero sense. Yeah. J- Charlie Kohler has never shown that he can play in the NFL. That's why. Exactly. That's exactly why they're giving him this opportunity to do that. Imagine pinning your Super Bowl season on that. Imagine that like being your decision. Wife. What, Isaac Ertz? Yeah. Well, she's lovely. Yeah. That, that part is true. Somehow this gets player. weaved into I have no idea. Julie hell, Ertz is hot. Hell of a player. Right. I mean, like, I'm on, I'm on board with those things. Just say Imagine that. Imagine walking in. And saying we have no idea if this guy could play or not, but hey, we have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Let's maybe well, see if we you, can find that's out. That's why you took him. I understand that. I understand. If you can't all play now, when things. can he play? So, so are they everybody they draft? They're never allowed to sign a player that plays the same position. No, no, no. They they've not given this guy the chance to play. I understand. You have to that. give people a chance to play. Right, like their wide rec- them. like their wide receivers over the years. Yeah. Right, they, those times they, are those drafted, days are done. They drafted Devin Duvernay and James Prochet and Tylon Wallace. So clearly, they can't go out and get Odell Beckham. They have to let those guys play. It's dumb. Just say, hey man, I might have missed on this take a little bit. 
It's you're, a dumb take. You're wrong. Well, it's, it was more. It's probably more John's take than mine. I just happened to read it and go, yeah, I get that. No, what John was saying, it was very clear. We don't think we're going to get the guy, so i got to make sure that we didn't make it seem like we're disappointed by that. I have I to make it clear. I think he, if they wanted him, they would have gone and gotten him. No, I, it doesn't work that way. They don't just get to say we're well, no, but I mean, they if they wanted him, they I think they would have pursued him. I don't think they pursued him. That every report suggests they talked to Zach Ertz. They had conversations with Zach Ertz. I don't I don't think that's the case. I, I think that's what they want people to think because they're not going to get Zach Ertz. I don't think that's the case. Okay. I don't think they want him. Then what? They just talked to him to see what he was up to on the Thursday so night. Sure, they talked to him. So you think that everyone that reported that is just making it up? No, I'm suggesting that perhaps that was floated out there by Ertz's agent to try to drum up a little bit of business. Right, because clearly Zach Ertz needs business. You know, who's signed him so far? I, because he has chosen not to sign. How do you know that? I, it's a great point. I don't know that. I also do know who his agent is. I do know that. And I'm going to bet okay. that the same thing, that whatever you think is being floated, works the same way. That information works both ways. Well, of course. I want you to think when we I don't, don't think the Ravens want I think the Ravens want their playing time to go to the guys they currently have. And if that's the truth, it's so much worse. Well, that is the truth. It's so much worse for a team to say, we can't have depth. Like I would kill them over that. Okay, if the well, answer you, is look, we made a phone now call. Now you should be mad at them, not me. And I'm going to be if that's the case. Okay. I don't think that's the case. It is the case. I think that you think that's the case. I think that you might even have reason to think that's the case. I'm going to tell you I'm pretty sure that's not the case. I'm telling you it is. I, you keep saying that. All right. But put it out there. Go for it. Tell me how you know that's the case. I just think that's but the tell case. Tell me. Say it. I heard Vinny say it. Yeah, okay. Well, then there you go. Now we know. Now we know that's that's the <laughs> way it is. What is this? I'm what just telling you, they want to give the playing time to their two I, guys. And again, as I said when this all began, if you want to sign Zach Ertz and not have a By the way, snap, I would sign him. If you want to sign Zach Ertz and not have it take Personally. a snap away from Isaiah Likely, that's the thing. He absolutely should not be coming here to be your number one tight end. But to not sign Zach Ertz when your guys can get hurt too because of whatever dumb thing you're saying, is as it is the bottom of the barrel of dysfunction. Ooh. To say we can't now you're sign saying a player. The Ravens are dysfunctional. If that's the case, and I don't believe it for a second, if it's now, if this is the case. Hey, we watch Zach Ertz. He's cooked. He can't play anymore. If that's the case, that's a completely different conversation. I have no problem with them saying, we watch the tape. The guy can't play. He can't do it. Well, it's over. I, I think they might have said that. If that's Followed by said, dot, dot, dot. He can't play, and one, we have two guys that we one, can already put one of, one of those scenarios is totally acceptable. But they might have said that. The we, other scenario is not acceptable. Okay, but you're not letting me finish. You're. They might have said... We've watched him play. We have we have already have two guys that can do what he can do. And we need to let them play. So you might be right and they might be right. I I, I don't if yeah. the, if the first one I could if, see them if, saying if he's cooked, it doesn't matter who you have on your team. If he can't play anymore, well, I sure don't care matters. who your guys are. I mean, it matters if you if he I'll make the number up. If he was a 9, now he's a 7 and you grade your tight ends at 6s, of course it matters. But if he's a seven and you grade your tight ends at eight, then you would say, we, if he were an eight, we might take him, but I'm, he's not. If you think he's at all functional still as an NFL tight end and you are ruling him out, you're insane. It is 
it, I, well, they're it's, all it's dereliction of duty. They're all functional. Th- this, if you are, think, are, that is he, is he still going to come in and do better than the guys you we have? Signed something called Scotty Montgomery. Yeah, have you, Scotty Washington, whatever the f his name is. You signed that. Now you're mad at the Ravens again. I I am because I I'm no. You're I'm always mad at, mad at them. I'm mad at your. Me? I'm mad at your suggestion that this would be an acceptable way of doing business, which, again, I don't believe I, it I is. I think it's an acceptable way of doing business if that's what they've decided because they know more than me. I, I, They signed a tight end. And you. They signed something that you have no idea. If this guy is still at all functional to dismiss signing him when you sign someone that has now no Now you're gaslighting them whatsoever. about some other dude. Yes. Let's go to war for Scotty Washington. They, they clearly— Montgomery. No, it's not. That's the guy that was the coach at Maryland for a minute. <laughs> Scotty Washington is his name. I need to get hazard pay. Yeah, do you? Do you? <laughs> you? <laughs> I'm gonna put in. in here. I'm putting in for. I'm putting in for yeah, hazard you pay. In, you put in for whatever you want to put in for. You go ahead. And I do swear. That. I'm getting yelled at. And I'm not even the one signing the guy. You're the one suggesting this this thought process and not saying I'm suge- but that would be crazy. It's like That's when correct. Ian Rappaport I'm- goes on NFL Network and says. I think that this is going to be a really cool because he gets fed some information. You know, I, you know what would be really cool. Aaron Rodgers can't play this season, but what they might do is let him be the third quarterback on the roster and be inactive. But yet, the, he can't play. But it would be his way of saying, "I put the work in and I prove that I could come back," despite the fact that he's not going to come back. Is he not playing? You don't think? That's that was the report this weekend. The report. Ian Rappaport went on television because okay. he was fed some information. And was told, hey, make it sound like this is a really cool idea and makes sense. And Ian Rappaport went on television and said, "What Aaron Rodgers probably not going to be able to play, but they want to reward him for all the hard work he did. And they want to they show him that he can show everybody else, I did it. I proved you wrong. And so what they might do is activate him to be the third quarterback on the roster, which is nothing. Like it's, but what are you mad about? What I'm mad about is that... That was put out there, and no one checked it and said, wow, that sounds stupid. That's not a thing. That's absurd. That's participation trophy. That's all of the things that we rage against. That's, that's a very dumb idea. Why would they do that? You're very angry. No one checks into that. We all just accept this information non-critically. And if legitimately, and I don't believe it, but if legitimately that was the Ravens' thought process, I, I, they would be I'm incompetent. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it is. Their then they're incompetent. It's not acceptable to say. Well, now we're going to argue about that. That Drew, if you're saying we think we need to sign Scotty Washington, but this guy who might still be able to actually play, we can't sign. That's well, incompetent. No, they're, they're not saying we can't sign. They're saying we've watched him play. We don't think he's able again, to contribute to the. There's a big difference between we think this guy is cooked and we won't sign him because we have to let Charlie Kohler play. Those two things are drastically different. They couldn't be yeah, more different. I, don't, I, I think the, they. I think they all mold together. They, they signed a tight end. They signed someone. They knew they needed someone on the team. The person they signed isn't going to play ahead of these two has, guys. That's again, Zach Ertz doesn't need to either. Oh, oh, okay, so it, and again, they, are they going to give? They're going to give money to this if they've decided these are the two guys that are going to play. Correct. Right. Right. Again, who could both get hurt on Sunday? Lamar could that's get the, hurt. Sunday. I understand that. Anybody could get hurt. You had, Zach Ertz could get these hurt. These guys were already on your team, and they you felt like and you the needed one guy to have hasn't th- been able to play. Much. You felt like you needed to have three tight ends. Oh, on your let's, team. But hold on, hold on, because we're now you're, we're really zeroing in on one guy. 
We're not really zeroing in on likely because he's displayed from time to time that he's got some acumen. Mm-hmm. We're really talking about the other dude. And they've they they haven't been able to get him in I, I bet. until there was an injury. Right. Now there's an injury. He's the next man up. Understood. And they're curious to see can he do it? All well and good. That these things are okay. all well and good. Okay. No one has a problem with any of that. But that guy could get hurt on Sunday. You, and you uh, felt the need to put a third tight end on your team. You felt that need. So but, to say, but, but again, he's but he's again. This guy's not coming. And you're also presupposing that Zach Ertz. That's the you're what you're on, saying. Let me finish now. You, you're, you're you're still mad. No, no, no. I'm mad because you're trying to move the goalposts. I'm not moving the goalposts. If, you don't even know what I was going to say. I, I do know. Go ahead, say it. You're also presupposing Zach Ertz would come here and. I started be- the conversation by saying this. You didn't even let me finish. I said if Zach Ertz is not interested in being a depth tight end, then you're not going to sign him. But that is different than saying we can't sign him because of these guys. Those are different things. They they would internally say we're not bringing him here and taking Charlie Kohler's playing time. So- we're just not doing that. So two- we're not bringing Zach Ertz in and saying to Charlie Kohler, "Your jersey's not up this Sunday." No one is saying one; they have to. Two, Charlie Kohler has been active basically every week this season. But they're saying that we're, the time has come for us to let him get fifty snaps or whatever it is. Which I would suggest we're not- seems ridiculous, but that's possible. Well, why would you say that? Fifty snaps. Well, however many. Come on, whatever, man. Whatever the number is of the, that that a the next the next guy up plays whatever that is whatever however many that is he he didn't get any of those till mark andrews got hurt now now they want to see if he can do it so they put him in and and this gives them the opportunity at the end of the season to say gave him a shot and eh. and if they said and we talked to Zach Ertz, and he had no interest in being the third tight end on the roster. He had no interest in only getting a handful of snaps a game. And so it's just not going to work out. Then that's fine. But the idea, the premise of these guys are why we can't sign Zach Ertz or we can't call him or we won't call him would be dereliction of duty. And I don't believe it for a second. They are far too competent for that. There can be other You just called him incompetent. I, no, I said four if, minutes that, ago. if that was true, they would be incompetent. I don't believe that for a second. I think you've taken the part that they would like, the part that they would like to be out there because they want you to get, always you get be squirted by. In their you didn't get squirted by a gun Not or something at, all. at a game, did I, you? Again, my my problem isn't with them because I don't think it's true. My problem is what you're suggesting is true, which is probably a cousin of true. <laughs> it's probably brother-in-law truth-ish. It is true. It's probably truth-ish. There's probably an element of truth to it, and there's other elements still of truth mad. that are out there. Because I think that we should talk about it openly and not just say this is the individual fact. Because I think, and I presented it from day one. I'm pretty one, sure you got squirted by it. Never at all. By the Raven. Because again, this is. There, Did you be, get squirted no, by the it Raven? It would be being squirted by you. Did you get squirted by the Raven? No. It would be being squirted by you. You're trying to direct it there. Isn't that guy Dan that takes a shirt off no, squirt you? I like that guy. I love real fan Dan. Drew's here, for better or worse. What are you doing? Are you staying or are you leaving? Oh, I, I'm, I want to talk to Mike Jones. You want to talk to Mike Jones? <laughs> Mike, what happened? Not sure. Not sure. Why didn't you play any defense? Yeah, right. That's the question that we need I'm to know. I'm to you and Gary. 
Next this Tuesday is fun. The, is it next Tuesday night? The Tyus Bowser show. What returns. else are we going to talk about? Towson basketball. I don't know. Sure. The blast. Not yeah. having any players. <sighs> I don't really want to do that. We're going to be at Alonzo's next Tuesday night. How about this statement Stop. they sent out? It was insane. I don't really have any interest in talking about it. The goalkeeper. Why would old. you spend any time talking about the blast? The goalkeeper I, I is old and has been injured before. And and and, and, and so, maybe we want to make it seem like we we're trying to portray that he was involved with something. Stupid. They are so. All right. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I have no. You care about well, the I sports. Don't. I don't. They had one player that I cared about. Now they have none. I. They, you care about? I cared about William Van Zyl. Oh, oh, oh. He mattered. He actually is mattered. He gone, gone. What do you mean? Is he gone, gone? I saw I mean, him on he, Sunday. Like he's not dead. Did you go to the game? No. He's not. Gonna, why would I see him at the game? I saw him well, at an said, event. Oh, oh, oh. What did he say? I, about what? Is he gone from the team for good? Yes. He's gone from the team for good. Yes. Oh, they. I didn't get that. Feeling. How in the world would that be overcome? Oh, how? I, well, I mean, money. <sighs> That's a pretty. Yeah. The second paragraph of that statement is pretty difficult to overcome. Which that, is the one that connected him with uh, that's, the that's, GM? Yes. How do you ever overcome that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I don't. God, no. I gotta take a break. I have to take a break. What? I don't really. Do you want to keep talking about it? I thought the first sentence was far more offensive. I thought the first sentence Personally. was offensive to tie him to to without actually doing it to make some loose suggestion that he was involved with malfeasance. Ooh. Okay, you're a criminal you're, enterprise. You're kind of presupposing that that's not possible. I no no no. What I'm saying is. I don't think I, that should have... We can't talk about this on the okay. air. Okay. We right. can't. We okay. can't talk about it on the air. Okay. It can't be done. Okay. It, to, it's beyond the pale. It's absolutely beyond the pale. What's it's it, the type of thing... What's that mean? What's beyond the pale? Mean? It, it means that in success, acceptable society, you can't make that statement. You can't do that. We haven't said anything. No, no, no. Not you. Them. Oh. What they did is beyond the pale. Either you say something, clear your throat and say it, or don't. Right. One or the other. Right. What they did. The first sentence was terrible. Clear. William Vanzella is a 39-year-old goalkeeper who has been injured. That, that and is also the only relevant player that you have. No, but, the only but, thing uh, that, that anybody but knows that about that kind of doesn't blast. even matter. It does. It doesn't. It does. The, I disagree with you there. I, I I think that I think that infrastructurally that might matter. Like he he is one Donatelli too. He he is one of the only players that matter. I think that's fair. But I don't think in the I don't think in the way you position this, whatever's happened, I don't think in the way you position it, that matters. This could have been Jonathan Mello, or whatever his name is. Um, it, I thought that to basically say at the beginning, he's a 39-year-old goal- goalkeeper who has been hurt. And to try to segue that into why he's been suspended You suspended a guy because he's thirty nine and he got hurt. I, I, I don't. I, we can't. We can't do this. Okay, it's beyond le- the pale. There's legal reasons why we can't have this conversation. Uh, t- Tyus Bowser show next Tuesday night at Alonzo's. We'll be there. Which Tyus Alonzo's? and a special guest. Cold Spring. Yes, absolutely. That place is so good. It is great. I agree with that. And we'll, we'll be, be there, there next Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think we might be full. <laughs> Pressboxonline.com/slash Bowser to find out come more. Come and do my rap music. No, partnership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to have to worry about it next time. Uh, Partnership of Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia. It's all brought to you by Superbook Sports, AJ Michaels, and HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. Mike Jones, we'll try to do a show next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. 
Hey Ravens fans, looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at baltimore.org slash hotels. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken. A family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite. And at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Brace yourselves for an unparalleled game day experience at the new Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbook in Canton and Towson. Experience the thrill of live, in-person betting with Baltimore's only state-of-the-art Vegas viewing TV experience. Choose between a person-to-person experience with their on-site tellers or the convenience of their self-bet kiosks to place your bets. Gather your betting buddies and head over to the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks today. Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks in Towson and Canton. The ultimate destination for game day excitement, Great food and live in-person betting. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Go to mdgamblinghelp.org. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels. Heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis. AJMichaels.com. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Make sure you're tuned in every Tuesday for Pressbox Fantasy Football Analyst Joe Serpico to get you ready for your Waiver Wire Wednesday, brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. And if you have other fantasies you want fulfilled, subscribe to Glenn and Jeremy Kahn's OnlyFans page at... Wait, are people supposed to know about that? In here on GCR as we're into hour number two of the program. Drew Forrester is here with us today. 
I don't know that I'm explaining it. Connie to the O's, huh? Yeah, thank you. I need. I I have nothing to say about the Craig Kimbrell thing. I really don't. Like it. If the if it's I gets, thought he was washed up, but I guess he isn't. But last year he was kind of okay. Okay. After I thought he was washed up, he was kind of okay. And is he last just year. a de facto closer for twenty twenty four? That would be the problem. The problem would be if they're committing today to Craig Kimbrell being their closer. If part of getting him to sign is they said you're the closer, I would be, I would have a real issue with that. Well, that's all he's ever been. Sort of. Well, since he got good. He was a closer for a very long time. There's no doubt that that's the case. Well, I mean, why else would you be bringing him here? You, anybody can throw to him have one more arm. A to essentially say, dude threw in the eighth inning. To last essentially year. say we don't have a closer. That would be to me the reason why you signed Kimbrel. If you wanted a closer, go get a closer. This is okay, but well, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, Batista's going to be back and be the closer in just, two years. I get it. Your argument is you have one year where you could just use somebody. Why not just let it be Craig Kimbrell? And my argument would be no, no, no. I don't know that. I, I, I didn't say that. I said I would assume they're saying that. Right. He's our de facto closer. And, like, and my answer would be you figure out who your closer is once you see what all these guys look like. Like for me to commit to Craig Kimbrell, we should have said that to Zach Britton. We missed the we missed the boat last week. What? Why don't you come be the closer for yeah, a year? Seriously, might as well. Um, I I got anyway. I've got nothing on like I'm I'm both uninspired by it and at the same time. Well, who else could? That, who, that's who's the, the other guy to get Presley. If, if the option was this or 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 a Roldis Chapman, then sure, this is better than a Roldis Chapman. He's terrible. He's done. I understand. He's and yet, but uh, we couldn't get the Presley guy from Houston. Or they, I would have preferred the guy in Tampa, the guy that uh, Stan was on. What the hell was that uh, guy's Stevenson, name? Robert Stevenson. Robert Stevenson. I would have preferred that. Like, this is, uh, you know, he was good last year. I can't deny that. He was functional a year ago. That part I don't give a let rat's me, ass Let me about. ask you this before we got a guest coming up. What do you think about, um, damn, Zach Ertz? I couldn't do it with a straight I face. Even, I can't even be mad at you. I couldn't. Like, I, <laughs> not for that one. See, again, I'm willing to. And this is where I'm Mr. Fair. I, I couldn't even do it with a straight face. I am, I am a man of fairness. Oh, God. That one worked. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Like, what do you, bottle that up. What do you think about that one? <laughs> Let's talk about... The Ravens tight end situation, real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame we haven't had a chance to do that yet. Oh we man, should do that. What time I can't is, wait what time until, is uh, fifteen minutes. 15 I can't minutes. wait until next year when Mike McDonald comes in here with the Steelers and beats us twice. Oh lord, uh, now we're gonna really be fighting. Uh, we let that guy go over, place Tomlin, and look at him. Yeah, there we go. That's the way it's gonna go. All right, you want to play Would You Rather Wednesday? I haven't even posted it yet. Not really. <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll move on. Do you, let me you, ask you. What this. did you prepare for? No, today? no, no. I've got a bunch of stuff you, you want to prepared. Talk? Yeah. Us, um, um, us or my. The game New Year's Eve is gonna be for the number one seed, right? Probably. Although I, the we both. I, uh, I say we. Both teams have. I haven't looked at the Dolphins. I've schedule. got the schedule. Yeah. Uh, I do a sports website. Do you? So I do. When did you start? So I've got the schedules. <laughs> name like, the name the name the other three quarterbacks in the college football playoff. Oh, name all four of them. Name the four oh. quarterbacks in the college football. I'm you're lucky. I know the names of. Na- you're lucky. Name, I know the how teams. many of the. No, wait, wait, wait. Put your phone away for a second. I'm doing. I'm how going many of the quarterbacks can you name that are in the college football playoff? Zero. There we go. <laughs> That's our guy. I don't follow college football. He's, I told you that. I don't know if you heard. He does a sports website. I am so. Not sure if you I am it. so. You can't name Michigan's quarterback. 
Actually, you know what? You can't name wa- Washington's quarterbacks a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. How many of the Heisman Trophy finalists? Oh, the name? dude from the the dude the quarterback from Alabama. No, not a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. He isn't. No. Anybody told him that yet? Yeah, benched halfway through. The yeah, game. he wasn't. He, he wasn't, wasn't telling him that. Good sense. Uh, the kid from uh, Caleb Williams. No, <laughs> he didn't yeah. make it either. No, very well, much not a finalist for the Heisman. Well, then trophy. I'm done. Then you can't. You're over four on Heisman Trophy. Finals. I don't follow college football. Dolphins. I told you that. I, I don't, I don't like it. That's a sports. That's a sports radio show. I do. I or don't like website, it. Whatever he said. I don't like college football. Oh, yeah. Dolphins have the Titans at home on Monday night. Okay, hold on, hold on. Right, now, right. why does he have to Jets. hold on? Because I'm doing the picks. I'm I don't telling care. You what the, Read the schedule. The Jets uh, at home. They have the Jets at Miami. Host the Jets so on Sunday. Right, go back to uh, this week. Yes, the Titans. Miami. He said that. No, they they host who? The Titans. Titans. Four and eight Titans at home on Monday. Night. Miami. Okay. Okay. Miami, so they win that game. Jets at Miami on Sunday at one, week fifteen. They win that game. Now they're eleven and three. Now Dallas. Wow, they got three straight home games. Dallas at Miami. Uh, that one's at f- in the f- at four twenty five. That, that that's matters. that's the eternal who knows because neither yeah. of these teams have beaten a good team right. at all this season. They're both right. Nine and three right now. One of them's going to have to win. Right. Dolphins or Cowboys at Dolphins. I mean, the, the Dolphins presumably are favored because they're at home, right? But, no, but, but I, I don't keep know. going. Then they come to the Ravens. Then they come yeah. to the Ravens. And then they're at and then home against the Bills. They host the Bills. Four of their five games are at home. Correct. That's weird. I guess they don't like playing home yeah. games in Miami in September because of the hurt. The, All right. Hurt so, games. and they're nine and three now or eight and three? Nine and three. They're nine and three? Tiebreaker over the. Yeah. So it's going it, to. It, so here's the thing that's interesting, right? Dallas. Their last three games are going to come against teams that might be in must-win situations. Because Dallas, if they beat the Eagles this week, Dallas is right there for the NFC East. But, Dallas is going to. But TC, once you're a betting man, right? You're you're you like you anything that you can bet on. You're. I mean, TC says over under on when Glenn folds up the laptop and throws it at Drew today. I'm setting eleven thirty-seven. Time is it now? It's eleven oh nine. We'll leave a guess coming I'll up. I'll take the under I, on that. I think, I'll that, take the under I think that if it that. happens, it's going to happen after. I'll take the under on that. All right. So let's go back to what. Let's talk sports. Um, it, why Dallas? Dallas is going to need to win. The Ravens are certainly going to need to win. And the Buff- Dallas game doesn't even matter because they're the Dolphins are six and two against the AFC. The Ravens are six and three. That's the tiebreaker right now. The Ravens have three AFC losses. Of course, it matters. Well. We talk I mean, it matters if they were to lose two games. Right. Like, yeah. Of course it, it would, matters. It would matter in the scenario where if the Dolphins both lost the Cowboys and the Bills, then even if they beat the Ravens, right. of it course doesn't it matter. Right? Buffalo, the Buffalo's going to come in here, and they might need to win that game to finish 9-8. and eight. Correct. Uh, I'm not coming here. Go, go to Miami. Um, I haven't looked at Buffalo's schedule either. I mean, Buffalo? I you want it? No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Their schedule's tough, too. Uh, is that game in Baltimore is going to decide number one seed. Probably, yes. Probably, but I still think... <sighs> and we I do s- really well when we have the number one seed. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're better off. Right. Well, they haven't done really well from any seed. That's correct, so, too. So, for what it's worth... Blame your buddy, the quarterback, for that one. That's Mr. 90%, you mean? <laughs> That's what you want. I'm working, TC. I'm uh, working on it. Yeah, you're going to get me. You're going to get me. I'm working on it. You're going to get me. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by Superbook. Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app. Uh, Griffin, it's going to come up during Would You Rather Wednesday, but just for the update, the number is currently 30 for tomorrow night. 30 is the total. It's unreal. For Patriots-Steelers. It's unbelievable. 30 is the total. So if you're like Griffin and you still think you might bet the under, that old primetime under wasn't so great on Monday night either. Yeah. Didn't, well, that was, didn't work out Think about so that well for a second. Yes. You're, the number's 30, and yes. you are definitely thinking to yourself, 
how they get I into thirty. I might take right? the under. hundred percent. So if you want to bet it, the final might be sixteen thirteen. The final might be less than that. Drew, you should. This is basically Army Navy. Have you looked at the? Oh, have you looked at the total for Army Navy? That one's got to be what twenty eight, twenty seven. It's the I believe it's going to set the record for the lowest twenty seven and a half. Wow, is that the lowest? Twenty seven and a half. Uh, come Navy. on, they're going to yeah. score more than twenty seven. Are they? I think every game is in thirteen ten. <laughs> Are they? I don't know. These guys got to get some better players. The Iowa Nebraska <laughs> game. Sure. Well, they're kicking them out of. They're not going to let them. Army still has fifth-year guys. Navy doesn't have that. Army. Still... Are we talking Tiger at all today? No, we're not. All right. Um, sorry. You can do that on fairways and Ooh, greens. What about Liv? Uh, what John about Rom? Liv? John Rom. Anything it, today? No, I got nothing for you. Right. If you want to bet either of those totals, if you say those numbers are way too low, then go right now to Superbook.com, download the Superbook app, use the code Clark 23 when you sign up, and you will receive up to $250 in a same-day first bet match, win or lose. Again, Superbook.com or download the Superbook app. All right, here we go. Uh, number one, would you rather? Football Genie offers you a guarantee that Ronnie Stanley will go right back to being Ronnie Stanley again starting on Sunday, or he's going to remain what he's been, but... Isaiah likely will play like a superstar for the rest of the season, and you get a guarantee that no other Ravens could seriously hurt the rest of the year. I thought it was going to be a well, Zach Ertz well question. Then, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty clear. No, I, I want nobody else to get hurt. Then, yeah, if Stanley, I guess Stanley will be playing fifty percent, but and get your ass kicked at left tackle. Well, you know what? I'm nobody else say. is going to get hurt. Yeah. I understand that. I'm always going to say protect the quarterback. I I. Always. Now, he hadn't been John Ogden this year either, but I would always say take the quarter to protect the quarterback. Well, that's the point. The point is we're saying he goes back to being that guy. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm acknowledging Ronnie Stanley right now is not this is not good enough. Like, this ain't gonna happen. Well, he has not had a great year. He's been. Yeah. Like when 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 it's when you can't legitimately say that he's definitively a better option right now than Patrick McCarry, it is it's a problem. I think he is. Not the guy that we've seen recently. I, I I still think that he has a higher end, that, like, he can be better, but the guy that we've seen recently, sheesh, it's been bad as hell. Um, I guess the Orioles make one more move if the Craig, Craig Kimbrell no. thing is done. Multiple? God, I, I don't even know how he do this because it was going to be Josh Hader. It was going to be four years, eighty million for Josh Hader. Kimbrell's not signed right now. Where's so. Hader? Where'd he right. go? Uh, he hasn't signed. No, I don't. It's going to be four years, eighty million for Josh Hader, or man. trading Norby Ortiz and Fabian to Milwaukee for Corbin Burns. Give me the starter for one year. Yeah, yeah. Give me the starter. It's Norby, Fabian, and who? Ortiz. Yeah, I don't care about those yeah. guys. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Burns for yeah. one year. One year, one, year, one year of Corbin Burns. Okay, so well, you might strike out Otani and Soto. You might so. get mm. that Burnus guy. Might come and do. He might sign for two or three years. Would he? For what? After yeah, we win the World Series. Burnus, great, great point. He'll have all that. Burnus might say he'll say I don't. I don't need money. I would rather. I'd rather get paid in twenty eighty seven than take, to get paid right now. I'll take Burnus. We'll take Burnus. And would you rather have to bet one thousand dollars on a yes. al- alternate <laughs> over of. 40 in tomorrow night's game. Okay. Over 40. Oh, that can't happen. Yeah. Or $1,000 on Maryland basketball reaching the NCAA tournament. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? I'll take Maryland. Will you? That, that could happen. <laughs> could it? <laughs> Neither of these teams have a quarterback. Great. 
It almost feels like they could stumble into 40 points I because I get it. Jalen Warren's banged up. I Have you seen Maryland basketball? They can't score 50 points. They might get beat tonight. They might get beat tonight. That Wahab guy might come in and I'm, light them up. I'm almost assuming they're going to beat tonight. get beat tonight. Penn State is going to be fired up after losing to Bucknell. Right. So. I Yeah, boy, this is a tough one. Yeah, it is, isn't it? They can't score 40 points tomorrow night. Maryland. They can't <laughs> score 40. Maryland. Maryland. Well, they're not playing tonight. tomorrow night. No, they're tonight, playing tonight. They can't score 40. Um, no, it, those two teams can't come out for 40 points tomorrow night. They just can't. Say that. They can't. You say that. What are they going to do, run three kicks back or I something? I hear you. I hear you. They might. This is – or T.J. Watt yeah, scores two Watt defensive scores touchdowns. touchdowns. Right. Like, I think that, by the way, that's probably about as likely as – this as Maryland as this group, eighteen games. This is not you, looking good for Maryland. Not looking good. We're struggling. This looks like the the. I said the bottom of the barrel. No, we are. This looks like utter rock. We're, Mark Turgeon is laughing at this. Correct. We're struggling. They they do defend though. They do they do play defense. They got that going for. They can't score. Dante Scott's kind of not awful. <laughs> awful. Oh man, it's bad. They can't score. Yeah. It's bad. So you're going to go ahead and throw that $1,000 on them? I'm going to throw it on Maryland before I'm going to throw it on these goofs. Points. I disagree, actually. Really? I, because goof, goofy things can happen in a football 24, game. 24-20? Yeah, right? Like, I just don't see that. It doesn't make any sense at all. You all of a sudden look up. It, somehow it gets to overtime, something like that. Like you, you say, oh, damn it, it's 17-17, and then it gets no, to overtime. It'll be and, like 13-13 if it goes to overtime. You, I understand that's the most likely scenario. <laughs> I understand. Maybe 11 to 11. <laughs> Just nothing at all. Those are the uh, scenarios. I don't even know if I'm posting them on Twitter because, again, the Orioles might be blowing up the first one by signing Craig Kimbrell. Although, again, I, I'm still waiting. It's still not official, correct? Correct. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's still all the same wordage as what it Close, had been. Close, nearing, you know. Oh, great. Great. Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell's coming to town. So. They got they got that going. What number for them. is he gonna wear? What's that? What number is he gonna wear? Forty six. Why do you care? Okay. Why do you care? Make sure. Why? I mean, like, doesn't take, doesn't take a real number. I, I. What? What? What is a real number? Who cares about uniforms know. and stuff like that? Yeah, who cares about that type of stuff? <laughs> right. How you feel about the Texans this week? Oh. <laughs> I was so disappointed to see them. Well, now they're didn't do the bit even. No, I mean. I am um I'm trying I'm trying to allow myself to be talked into being on board with Craig Kimbrell. And this thought, by the way, I from, thought you were gonna say Charlie Kohler. No. I'm not having that conversation again. From Dave. Dave says, uh, Glenn, understand why you're not all that excited about Craig Kimbrell. I guess it would go back to what would they be doing otherwise? And that's the best way that I could define it. The best way I could define it is We don't have a young arm that we could throw in here. Well, I Again, from a closer standpoint, I, mean, I would be I as inclined not. to let Tyler Wells or D.L. Hall. Like, to me, if you're going to go get a closer, go get a a guy. Go go get the guy. Go get sure. Hater. Other than that, to me, I would have just gone and gotten arms and said, this is who it's going to be. I, Craig Kimbrell did pitch well last year. And so if you're willing to admit that he pitched well a year ago and try to be dismissive of the fact that a year earlier he was not as good. Then you're gonna feel good. There's also like there's a bizarro oh, world. Thirty six. Um, I think 
35, but he'll be 36 in May. He'll be 36 eventually. Yeah, right. In May is when he's going right. to be 36. That's why I said that. Um, Where's he from originally? California? I think he's from Alabama. He went to Wallace State Community College. Oh. Yeah. They, the, the, fighting, the fighting Wallaces. You know where the um, replacements are from? No, I don't. Where are the pre- replacements from? He's from Alabama. What do you think about them, historically? What's the song? I like that song. Alex Chilton? What? Alex Chilton? What about him? Like That's the name of the song. That's the name of the song, is it? The replacement yeah. song is called Alex Chilton? Yes. It's not how it goes. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Can't hardly wait. Alex I remember Chilton. that. Alex Chilton's the name of the song. I didn't know that was the name of the song. Yeah. They're from Minneapolis. You go, TC. <laughs> <laughs> TC, there it's you go. coming. There you go. It's coming, TC. Well, I, I just try to figure out what just happened there. Like I, I asked you a question. I, th- I thought it was like a setup for something interesting. I thought you were going to tell me, like, oh, they're from Alabama. T-. I don't know why. You you just <laughs> named something random and asked me if I knew where they were from. Well, because we're replacing. That's what it was? Yeah. That's how you got there? Yeah, we're, but, we're replacing our closer. So I said, where are the replacements from? Don't you? I hate, I hate it. You don't under, You don't see the segue there? I don't. In some circles, that would be considered great radio. No, it wouldn't. No one would consider Ask that Ask Chuck radio. Sapienza. N- n- I, no. I'll pass. Ask him tonight when you're there. Not do, I'm not there tonight. We were talking about the we, Re- we Orioles. Got, we got to air the Maryland-Penn State game tonight. <laughs> we were talking about the Orioles replacing their closer, oh, and I said to you, where are the replacements from? Name a better way to segue into that. This is good radio. No, no. Barstool would pay millions for this. No, they sure wouldn't. <laughs> they sure. I'm not sure they pay millions. For, they're f- they're from Minneapolis. Thank you. Appreciate that. And the song is called Alex Jones. I, I did not realize Ask that. Mike Jones. I don't know. We're going to talk about. S- <sighs> All right. So sorry. Man, you get uh, so aggravated on uh, Wednesdays. I want to. <laughs> I do, don't I? <laughs> it's real weird how that works. The rest of the week, I'm fine. And on Wednesday, something, <laughs> something to you. changes. I can't figure out what it is. Joining us now oh, man. from the Athletic this is tough. NFL writer extraordinaire. He is our friend Mike Jones, and he's back with us here on GCR. Mike, it's Glenn and Drew in Baltimore. It's always great to catch you up. Thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, I, Mike, I, you know, looking at the AFC playoff picture, Drew and I were just talking about this. It feels like it's coming down to the Ravens are going to play the Dolphins in a couple of weeks, and that game might well determine who has the number one seed. But for the Ravens specifically, as, as good as I think you should, you know, Ravens fans should feel about them, the schedule on the whole is so brutal that, like, I, I don't know that you can point at one game and say, hey, this is the game that's going to determine their season. Like, they have to play their best football for five weeks to wrap up the year. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I mean, I guess you look at the Rams, they're six and six, but they have a really good, you know, I mean, really they've got talent on defense um, and they've got a good defense coordinator. So uh, this team, they can give them some problems, um, you know, but then, I mean, the Jaguars, I mean, maybe that'll be okay. It depends on what happens to Trevor Lawrence. Right. If you're playing a backup quarterback, uh, the 49ers, that's going to be a tough matchup. The Dolphins should be a tough matchup. The Steelers, uh, divisional game, so you can throw out the window, you know, the records out the window. And yeah, this is not at all a cakewalk for them. Um, you know, and when you look at, you know, the teams that are out there that are vying, where you got the Dolphins and you've got uh, the Chiefs, um, all those teams, I mean, it's going to be a, a great race down the stretch, I think. 
I wonder at this point, right, like if you're just looking at the Ravens, what to you defines their ability to be able to go five and oh, four and one, even four and one might not be enough, right? Depending on what the one is and with the Chiefs being back in the equation if they went out. Like what do you defines their ability to do it? Like it's they can they can do this if what? If Lamar Jackson stays healthy? Um, you know, is it that simple what, though? Like, is it know, really that simple that they're they're good enough that they can win all these games as long as that's the as long as Lamar's on the field? I mean, their defense. You know, they've got a good defense, and he makes everything go with their offense. If you know he gets banged up, you know, like we've seen the last couple of years down the stretch, then they have no shot. But if he's healthy, I think they have a chance. I mean, if you look at the Dolphins, I mean, they've got um, Tennessee, they got the Jets, who are a disaster. They got the Cowboys the Ravens and then the Bills. So, you know, they don't have an easy road. They got a little bit easier road there. But, I mean, if you're the Ravens, you know, if your defense can play at the level, you know, that, you know they should be able to. And if you can make plays and can score on offense, um, you know, they have a shot. I'm not saying they'll win every game, but there's nobody that you look at that you don't think that they can't go toe-to-toe with down the stretch of the season. Do they ultimately need more offensive consistency? Like, I, I, As much as we said this year is not a year of shootouts necessarily, it's not a year where you know Patrick Mahomes can just go beat you because he's breathing, as we've seen um, a couple of times recently. As much as we say that, do you still ultimately need to be more consistent offensively in order to beat you know, these, these are the teams you're also going to be playing in the playoffs in order to beat the best teams in the NFL consistently. Yeah, I mean, you got to be at your best. Uh, you got to be able to convert third downs. You got to score in the red zone. All this stuff, you know, it, and, it, and it, obviously we're saying that's all you got to do. Um, it, you know, it's easier said than done. But if they can get the job done there, if they can run the football, if also they can get some consistent uh, production from their wide receivers, then I, I don't see why they shouldn't be. Because if they are getting that, then they are one of the most complete teams that are in, you know, in the playoff race, um, you know, and, you know, you look at some teams, you know, they got kind of some question marks here and there. Um, and I think that, yeah, there's, is really consistency, especially on offense, um, you know, because yes, you have uh, a great weapon and quarterback in Lamar, but he can't do it all himself. Who's the one lurker of, of the teams that are just kind of hanging on Buffalo, the chargers, maybe Houston. even the Colts or Houston. Like, what is there, is there one lurking team that if they could win for their last five and get in could be dangerous in January? Um, you know, I mean, obviously Buffalo, they are, you know, in, they're in a little bit of a hole. Uh, but, you know, the Bengals are playing with the back quarterback now. The Broncos I think they're going to come back down to earth. Uh, the Texans are close, but they're in the eighth spot right now. The, the Colts are ahead of them. Um, if Buffalo can go on a run, then that momentum could be big for them. But, again, they're another team with the offensive consistency that you just know. And then, you know, their defense has kind of, you know, got some, you know, some consistency issues as well. But uh, they, when we started this whole season, we thought the Bills were going to be right up there at the top uh, with a lot of teams. So if they can get on a roll and finish this thing strong, uh, that's where they, they should be in the thick of things. And then if you're a higher seed team and you're drawing the Bills, that's going to kind of suck in a way because it's a more talented team than, um, you know, than what their seating would suggest. He is Mike Jones from The Athletic. He is with us here on GCR. Mike, I, you know, I think it's an interesting thing that the that we're talking about here because it also sort of me goes into the conversation about MVP of the league, right? Like the, the, the defense has been kind of the story in the NFL this season. I, 
I know that Brock Purdy has looked good at times, but we've also seen Brock Purdy when he didn't have his guys on the field not look good at all. Where are you with the MVP conversation and the fact what factor should be given to non quarterbacks this year? And, you know, if like somehow Pittsburgh were to get in that TJ Watt maybe deserves to be in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I I can't give Brock Purdy the MVP because, you know, when he didn't have Trent Williams, he didn't have uh, Debo Samuel. He looked like, you know, just a guy and they were 0 three. Um, So, I always say, if you take this guy off of the team, what would happen to them? And that kind of is how I, I make my determination or my argument for MVP. You know, just like okay, if you take Lamar off, then boom, this team you know sucks. Um, if you if you take away um, Tyreek Hill, uh, what is uh, Tua and what are the Dolphins? Um, so, what Tyreek Hill is doing, if you are a non-quarterback and you're doing something that is like unprecedented or it's you're just so like automatically great. It doesn't matter who you play and you can, you know, impose your will and really have an impact on the game. Uh, then I think that you deserve consideration. And um, I think Tyree kill um, should have consideration. Uh, I don't know if they'll give it to a wide receiver, uh, but he is deserving. I think, um, I mean, this guy's just, you know, automatic 160, you know, yards game, couple touchdowns. Um, and nobody can stop him. T.J. Watt on the uh, other side of the ball is another guy that, yeah, he has a, a great impact. Uh, but, you know, obviously a defensive guy, um, you know, he can make a lot of plays, but they have to get the help on, you know, at quarterback. And so if their record isn't, you know, really great, I don't know if he'll get the recognition that he deserves. So who, if you Hill's voted today. Be the MVP of the league, if, right? if, Are you saying it'd be for you, you would vote for Tyreek Hill? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Just because be. I'm, I'm just tired of quarterbacks winning it all the time. And I, he's a guy who's what he's doing is, I mean, he is the reason. The, I'm not not taking anything away from Tua, but if you and me had somebody that fast throwing, I'm, you know, if we, you know, spend a little time in the weight room, we might be able to chuck the ball downfield and have, you know, home go come and get a few of them for us. Um, I think that he could make any quarterback. Uh, look really good. So if you take him off of that team, they're going to struggle. If you put him on another team, their quarterback is going to look, you know, great. So that is really valuable to me. I don't disagree. No I doubt. I made the argument, you know, like the year that Stefan Diggs showed up in Buffalo and the year before, like they were terrible. And then all of a sudden he showed up and everybody was like, well, Josh Allen's the MVP. I said, well, wait a second. There's one thing that's different here this year. Why can't right, we talk right. about that guy being the MVP of the league? And I, I completely understand the thought process. To me, like if we were talking about a 49er, I don't know why we can't talk about Christian McCaffrey. Like, look, we saw what their offense looked like the moment Christian McCaffrey showed up. Why can't we talk about him? I mean, I think we should. I think that, you know, we should open our, you know, expand the conversation, expand what we view as an MVP, um, and not just, you know, make it a quarterback uh, position um, award. I know that we have the Offensive Player of the Year, and sometimes that'll go to somebody other than, you know, whatever quarterback was the MVP. But it would just be cool to see, and I think it would also be deserving. to see somebody who, I mean, there was years that um, Aaron Donald should have been the MVP, and he wasn't uh, just because of what he was doing, just so absolutely unstoppable, so dominant. Uh, but for whatever reason, um, 
that's something that voters can't quite get their head around. Yeah, it's really weird how that tends to work. Um, Mike, I read what you wrote uh, this week at The Athletic about officiating. Well, I was just going to ask about it. Yeah. Like, Go ahead. Well, I mean, the, we, we argue about this all. We don't argue. Glenn and I are pretty much the same. But the, this, this constant ignoring of how these calls are impacting the games and the manner in which – uh, coaches are forced to challenge these calls that, you know, they otherwise might not even be able to see the same way we can see them. They, I, I now, Mike, maybe you disagree, but I think this is the off season where they're going to really have to sit down, and the owners are going to have to say that this has got to be fixed. And I don't even know if I know what fixed means, but this has got to be the off season where they sit down and say something's something's broken with this system. Yeah, it's just stubbornness. Um, you know, I know we had a few years ago where the coaches were able to challenge, you know, pass interference and stuff. I'm not saying go back to that thing. I think that the thing to do is take a page out of the book of the XFL where you have, you know, a, a booth review person that after every play they have 25 seconds to be able to reverse it. So on that play where they said that, um, uh, that um, you know, that Valdez Scantling got out of bounds when he clearly did not. He was being held up by the defender and kept from getting out of bounds. And all that would take is, boom, a quick replay. We're seeing these images flash on our screen within, like, three seconds of the end of a play. So it would not take a replay official very long to buzz down, be like, hey, hey, got it wrong, boom, change the outcome of that. Clock should keep running. Or, hey, that was blatant pass interference. I, if I'm a referee, because it's such a hard job, this is not eliminating referees, but you just know that you have the backing. Because there are some times that we see them make calls, like call something a touchdown or call it a turnover, and they're not really sure, but they know it's going to be reviewed, and then it, you know, whatever happens either reverses it or upholds it. They would just be able to do that. They make the call with confidence just like they do, and it's cleaned up, and we're not talking about this after games because the calls will be corrected. Um, and I don't know why the NFL – the owners are so adverse to doing something like that. They say they want to keep the flow of the game. But again, if we are seeing it very quickly, within seconds, almost in real time, there's no reason why you can't make those changes very quickly. And I think the players would be happy. I think coaches would be happy. And obviously the fans would be happy that the product would be better and we wouldn't be talking about referees. But, you know, I asked around and people high up in the league who were like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we, we already did this, you know, the pass interference thing, and it was a disaster. Well, I'm not saying let coaches challenge, but there should be another – we've got all this technology. There should be something, another tool to help support the referees and increase and improve the credibility of the game. Is there any way that they like this, that secretly they close the doors and they go, that guy Jones at the Athletics writing about it, and those guys in Baltimore talking about it. And did you see Twitter yesterday? Uh, we had uh, 4,317,000 impressions about whether or not that was pass interference at the end of the game. Like, is there any way that they secretly like the fact that it's chaotic? I mean, the whole, like, any press is good press. I mean, possibly, I guess. But, I mean, I don't think that the NFL likes people, you know, saying that the league is, that the game is rigged and uh, things like that. They want this to be the most credible um, uh, outcome as possible. But for whatever reason, there's just been a stubbornness. Maybe, um, you know, we just need Jerry Jones or some other really influential owner's team to get burned by a bad cause. So then 
one of these really outspoken owners will go into the owners meeting and like, you know, raise hell and then get them to change it. Because until those guys get impacted by it in a really dramatic way, it's not really going to change. Yeah, the whole quarterback thing never changed until Brady's ACL got blown out. Yeah, and then everybody's right. like, can't yeah. have that anymore. I, it's interesting to me. Like one of the things that I think is a simple thing, I, like the burden on the um, the challenges needs to change. Like they they have to stop hiding behind the clear and obvious thing on challenges. Like if they're going to continue that, but I'm in general, I've screamed about it for a long time, Mike. The idea that the coaches are expected to officiate the games too. Like if it's not hard enough to be the head coach of a fifty three man team, that you also have to officiate the games. We've accepted it because we're just used to it. It's the system that's existed. But inherently, it's insane. Like, it's insane that we have seven officials, and yet we still say, but now sometimes we have to have the coaches do the officiating. Like, it's it, it just presenting it without the context of it's the way it's been for 20 years is bonkers that that's the way it's yeah, going. I agree with you. And look, even if you didn't have it for the whole game, you just had the last two minutes or the last four minutes right. where that person up in the booth, just like, I mean, I've been sitting next to the replay official before and they, uh, they happen to do a touchdown and then they call down, stop the game, stop the game. And then they review the touchdown. They make the. Oh, Mike, did we lose you? I think we might've lost Mike Jones. So I, I, we were getting to the end there with Mike, so we can try to wrap it up. But um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's interesting, Drew, when you bring up, do they just like it? I don't even know that as much as they like it, as much as they say, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, th- th- things are going just fine, even though everybody complains about the officiating. So, Oh, I I will definitely, I'll be the, I'll be the whatever you want to call it, the, the pink flamingo or whatever you want. You're good at that. There is no question they like it. They're, they're, and, and, and to even. I think they did it one time. I think those days are over. I, I think those days are over. I think they get plenty of – they don't need it, right? Like, there's plenty of things to talk about. I, I don't want to say contrived because that's the wrong word. I definitely think there's a train of thought that it. what we really need is every game to go down to the last five minutes. Well, okay. I don't disagree with that. Part I, I, either, I am but, convinced about that. I'm not saying that the outcome's my, contrived. Mike Jones is, is rejoined us. What you're saying about the idea that, like, me, maybe it, you don't – It ain't wrestling. But it's close. You don't you don't make it. Oh boy, we're doing that. Right uh, now. I'm all telling right, you, dude. All right, settle down over there. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. All right. Um, I'm just telling you. The idea that like maybe you don't do it for the entirety of the game, but just in these moments where it's so embarrassing that that's everybody in the world is seeing it in the biggest moment of a game, and people believe that it's defining the results of the game. So let's let's have this get fixed at least in the last two to four or five minutes, something like that. That's an interesting right, thought right. process. Right, because the thing is, it's, it's the, the plays that matter the most. Because if we think about that Chiefs game, the Chiefs and Packers game, okay, so they had the fake um, late hit out of bounds, or Patrick Mahomes right. was inbound. And then the Chiefs got 15 more yards when they really should not have. So say that, boom, you could, all of a sudden the review, that was, not a, that was not the right call. You take it back there. That would have never happened. There never would have been the, um, the pass interference call that, Chiefs would have been moved out. Both teams benefited from those bad calls. But those were all – there were five plays in the last four minutes of the game or less than four minutes that were incorrectly officiated. And if you just take four minutes, the last four minutes, those games, those plays could have swayed the outcome of the game one way or the other. And if you make sure you have every weapon or tool possible to make sure that the game is 
um, executed and completed with the highest level of integrity, why would you not want that? I, I tend to agree. It's, tend I, to agree. It's bizarre that they don't, and that leads me to believe that yeah, they don't. I hear you. Um, mm-hmm. Mike, well, I know it's by Mike Jones on Twitter. What else can we plug for you? Oh, yeah, the Twitter and uh, read all our great stuff at The yeah, Athletic. Athletic. Absolutely. Mike, appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us for a few minutes this morning. We really appreciate it. It's... All right, thanks. You guys have a good one. Merry Christmas. Go Mike, Hall. Mike Merry Christmas. What got, what got into you? I just said Merry Christmas to the guy. No, you go Hall. Oh, I, oh, I didn't even know I said that. Yeah, you didn't know. Well, you go said Hall. That. Um, you're just, you're just doing all the, you're doing all the bits. We're doing all the, the NFL's rigged. We're doing no, all no, no, no. You're playing See, all the you, greatest. You hits do today. this now. I didn't say it's rigged. You said it's professional wrestling. Uh, no. no, 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 no. You did. I said you did. It ain't wrestling, but it's close. That, and what I mean by that, and I've said this to you before, you can't even deny this, that given their preference. Th- these are two totally nope, different No, let me statements. finish. Go ahead. Nope. Given right their ahead. preference, they would like every game to be just like the one was on Monday night. I agree. And so, during the course of the game, the officials are predisposed to trying. Doesn't always work. Ravens beat the brakes off the Lions yeah, I, and the Seahawks. I don't, I don't agree with this, even a little bit. I, I don't a little bit agree with it. I don't know how you can not agree with it the, based on the, what you've seen. Because then why do they choose? If if that was true, why do they choose which games get to be blowouts and which ones don't? They don't. So They don't choose so them. So what? The league says to the officials, uh-huh. if you can make, if you can keep yeah. this thing tight. Drew, if that was ever the case. The amount of I think stuff, it is the case. The amount of money that there would be made by someone blowing that story by by being the one to pull the lid off of it would be so outrageous. It's absurd that you're even going there. I don't think there. it's something that's written in stone. If anyone at any point has ever said anything similar what? to that, I, I, ever, ever, it had occurred. The amount of money that someone would stand to know, make man. by selling that story would be overwhelming. No, I think what I you think should say it's is a that TV show. in the in the moment there are times where perhaps an official gets caught up in the emotion of the game and their call might be impacted by that is drastically different than a suggestion. I think you're being naive. If the NFL anywhere ever in the history of the game had said that to an official, that official would stand to make millions of dollars. If if it could be proved. I I think you're really being naive, Drew. I'm just telling you. I think it's very obvious to me throughout the course of the game that the officials are interested in making the game as close as it can be. I I don't have the words. I just don't have the words. That's what I think. Yes. We're just going to do anything now. I don't know. Well, then what's your other explanation? That it's an extraordinarily difficult job to do. That there's 22 people on – Baseball doesn't get the calls right, and there's one thing that matters. Now there's 22 people oh, I'm not, on one field, I'm, and they can get the calls right. I, I think it's a very difficult game to officiate. There's no question about that. I I also think it's a it's a TV show unlike any other sport. I, as a TV show, sure, yes. 100% agreed. If there was an ounce 
Okay, there is so much. I, I can't believe I'm doing this with you. I well, you don't have to. I can't believe I'm doing this Go with ahead and, you. Uh, go, Tony, it's past 11.37. Yeah, yeah, it could be the you moment. Lo- you lost, Tony. Only only slightly. Only. I don't know what qualifies. You, you, you are very naive for being a kid that's been around a long time. No, it's not naivete. It's that there's ab- – let's preview Ravens-Rams on Sunday. We're in trouble. Let's do, are we? Well, I think playing, so. Played really good football recently. I think so. By the way, uh, we're going to have Project Game Day immediately. We're not losing follow, the Rams. Slow down. Project Game Day immediately follows Ravens Rams on Sunday. Come join us. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports. YouTube.com slash Pressbox Online. I might hop Online. in with you. I think we're good. <laughs> Pressboxonline.com slash Game Day. It's all brought to you by AJ Michael, Superbook Sports, Help My Gambling Problem.org, myself, Rita. Femi Ion Bedejo. Oh, never mind. The cast. You, you got an issue with Femi? <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, preview the Rams. Joining us now, Rams legend, part of their broadcast crew. He is DeMarco Farr, and he's with us this morning here on GCR. We're in trouble. DeMarco, it's Glenn. I apologize. My friend Drew Forrester is in studio with me this morning. Um, I, I appreciate you taking the time for us. Thank uh, you so don't much. Don't apologize. No. I was laughing my butt off, yeah, and yeah, I will not stand yeah. – for any Femi disrespect, yeah. that's what I do. He put in too much he's, work. He's the best. Not gonna happen. Love Femi. All right, <laughs> let's get to the let's get to it right away. How are we stopping these three receivers? You mean the Rams three receivers? Yes. Give us Puka the Nakua. Give Cooper us the top. Tutu Atwell. Yeah. How are we uh, stopping them? Daryl Henderson. Throw him into the mix. Uh, not Daryl Henderson. Yeah, not Daryl uh, Henderson. Throw him <laughs> not Daryl Henderson. Well, throw him into. The, I, I. You know, that's a great question. How do you stop them? I hope there is no answer from my perspective, but. Puka Nakua has been a revelation. Um, Fifth-round pick my butt. This dude can play. He's hungry. He's big. He's physical. He's fast. All we heard about was this 4-5-6. This is why he was in the fifth round. He don't look like it on the field. The dude runs like gangbusters, so I don't know how you stop it. I hope there is no answer. What, how, do, can you, how do you explain it? Like, Is it just that everybody missed it? Is it just that he is a particularly good McVay. fit? Okay. That's the best. McVay? Stafford, um, when you have a quarterback, and I asked him this on Monday during the coaching show. We do it every Monday. I said, uh, and he's been, McVay has been around the game his entire life. He is a football guy. So I said, as far as arm talent, just throwers of the football, where would you rank Matthew Stafford? He said near the top. Didn't even let me finish. So when you watch Stafford play and you watch what he can do with the football, how he can flip it out, any arm slot, any, what do you call that, platform, he can just deliver the football better than most. That's going to make receivers better. So if all you have to do as a young guy or any receiver is just focus on your route and catching the ball, the trust in your quarterback, you know it's going to be where it's supposed to be. It just makes you a better receiver. So Puka's that guy. The only thing that set him back was the fact that he didn't run fast enough. But when you turn on the film, he looks exactly the way he did in college. The same stuff you're seeing is the same stuff he used to do. So I'll put it on McVay. I'll put it on... Matthew Stafford and Puka Nakua just being that hungry. Uh, there was a tweet that was going around this week from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. It reads, the Rams in the last three games with Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, and Puka Nakua in the lineup together are averaging 33 points per game, 412.7 really? yards per game, and obviously have a 3-0 and record. And it's Okay, don't tell, don't tell them that. Don't <laughs> okay. tell them that. They're in Los Angeles. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's crazy because they're becoming stars. And being a star in St. Louis is different. Being a star in Baltimore is different. Being a star in Los Angeles is unreal. I mean, I, I, that's a lot for a youngster. Um, and really, you haven't done much yet. You've had a great 2023, but 
there's more to this than just a small sample size. So uh, the last thing you want is them getting a big head. But, yeah, I mean, they have been terrific to get. Kyron Williams has been the biggest surprise on this football team. He was supposed to be the Rams' third down back, a guy who catches passes out of the backfield, a smaller version or a different version of Austin Eckler. Uh, that was going to be his role. He turned into one of the most physical inside runners we've seen since Todd Gurley. It's been amazing to watch him go. Mark, I bring it up because at the beginning of the year, I, you know, they always ask us, so I work for a print publication, they ask us to, to do some futures bets, and I put in a futures bet on the Rams making the playoffs. And, and my thought was, well, I realize that there are depth issues because of the cap Im- implications of them kind of selling out to win the Super Bowl a couple years ago. If the top end of the roster could stay healthy, which we know was an issue during the course of this season, but if the top end of the roster could stay healthy, it always seemed to me like there was a floor. So if you can keep these these important pieces on the field, how dangerous can the Rams be moving forward? And they're hanging on to that. The Sean McVay, Rob Havenstein, Tyler Higbee, Cooper Cup, you know, all the guys that have been through that Super Bowl run before and after. They're hanging on to that we, not me. That was Sean McVay's big thing when he came in. So you're right. If they can keep those guys healthy, Aaron Donald, uh, another guy who is basically pacing the defense uh, without saying a word. It's amazing. I mean, the guy goes about his business, how hard he works, and he brings other, others with him, and he hardly says anything. It's just amazing. He's a natural leader. But, yeah, keeping him healthy, keeping Matthew Stafford upright. If you can keep your stars on the field and playing and get the young guys to come around, you'll have a shot. It, it wasn't dire, as people let on in the offseason, like they should tank for Caleb Williams, all that type of It wasn't that dire. That never filtered in the building. But – you did hit on Steve Avila. He is your starting left guard, which is the hardest guard to play. It's basically the left tackle, one, one spot removed. He has been great, rookie. Byron Young has come in, number zero, and you've got to be a baller when you wear number zero at outside linebacker. He's the guy they handed the outside linebacker job to day one, and he's taken every single rep, hasn't come off the field. He's getting better. So they've hit on some young guys. They hit on Puka Nakua. They're getting more out of Tutu Atwell. So there were some things they had to work out. They worked in a large Jackson at left tackle who was a free agent that they signed. He is your starting left tackle protecting Matthew Stafford. So they hit on all these areas, plus kept the stars healthy reasonably. You're getting Stafford back now, and now you're 6-6. Six and six. So that was the plan. You had to draft and develop. 14 guys were drafted. 14 guys made the team. And I'd say eight of those, eight or nine of those guys are making big contributions to right now. So the, the, the blank them picks era, it worked. Uh, this was a rebuild without saying it, and it's working so far. Mark, you know, one of the things that's interesting, they, they do have a couple of wonky losses earlier in the year, but they, they've kind of started to turn it around. Now they, they also own the tiebreaker with the Seahawks. And their schedule, unlike kind of like the Ravens and uh, the Bills, their schedule is a little easier here. If they can get by the Ravens on Sunday, and this is off the top of my head, they, they got the commander still, the Giants. I know they do have the 49ers at the end of the year. Uh, there's another winnable game in there. I think it was the Saints, Saints maybe. Yeah. Um, they, they've got to kind of quietly be saying to themselves, hey, if we could go in there and steal one on Sunday, we, we could wind up 10 or 11 win team somehow. Hold on. Is this the radio trap? That's like, you look, uh, there's $5 million behind this, this guy. That guy happens to be Aaron Donald. Wait, we got to get past Baltimore. Not right. that easy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> number one. Right. And some of those lucky losses you guys should be uh, used to. Uh, it was these AFC North teams. You had one in Cincinnati. You couldn't put Burrow away. You let him hang around. He beat you. Pittsburgh, same thing. All you needed was one extra score. Right. Uh, you could have put Kenny Pickett away, and that would have been that. Couldn't do it. They stayed around. Mike Tomlin beat you. Uh, so you have, and you finally get past Cleveland, which I thought was 
an excellent warm-up for Baltimore. Because tell me if I'm wrong. I, Cleveland and Baltimore's defense are kind of built the same. It's just Baltimore has better athletes. Essentially. Yes. I mean, is that fair? So yeah, it was yeah, a great I mean, warm-up. They have, they have yeah. Garrett. We have Smith. I mean, you know, some of the pieces are the same, similar looking, right. Yeah, and they, I, I think you have the best two linebackers in the league, so that's going to present issues. But Cleveland, uh, they do the same things, fast guys that can run. So some of the same stuff will carry over from one week to the next. So that might negate the bye week. I mean, Baltimore is great, and they had a week off. Uh, but you're playing well into this football game, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, there's an opportunity. And the Saints, you mentioned the Saints. That's always a a weird game uh, because of the history and what happened there in New Orleans. So they always play the Rams tough. So that's that's no gimme. But yeah, if you look at it from an outsider's perspective, you might say, yeah, they, you have a path to the playoffs. But you got to first and foremost, you got to beat Baltimore. No easy task, and you got to go there to do it. Uh, DeMarco Farr, just another couple of minutes with him as we get ready for Ravens-Rams on Sunday in Baltimore. DeMarco, you touched on a little bit. Obviously, everyone knows Aaron Donald, right? But, like, this defense on the whole, it feels like there has been – they've had moments maybe this season where they played really well. It, it also sort of feels like they've been vulnerable um, at times. What, what, is, what should we expect beyond the presence of Aaron Donald from this Rams defense? Okay, I am a Raheem Morris honk. I really am. Uh, I've really been, I've really enjoyed being around him, listening to him, coach his guys, go through halftime adjustments, all that. He's been my favorite coordinator since the Rams have moved back. Greg Williams was highly entertaining, but there's there's something about him where you just stop. But Raheem Morris, man, I'm all in on this guy. So I love the way he calls it. Uh, he's calling it based on the personnel he has, based on who he's playing. And it seems like every week the game plan changes. So the last thing he's going to do is give you anything big. He's going to make you earn it. He's going to make those quarterbacks have to drive the football 15 plays and not make a mistake. How many guys can do that in the National Football League? Some can, and you get beat and you get hit. That's just the way it goes. Some guys will make mistakes. Or Aaron Donald will change the math for you, like right. when Seattle. Uh, he about scared Geno Smith to death, and then he hurt the guy the next time around. Kyler Murray is great versus everyone else, except when he's on the field with, with Aaron Donald completely changes and you can tell you can watch it you can see his body language change so that is the benefit of having a guy like Aaron Donald but the way they call their defenses is they're, they're going to keep everything in front they're going to emphasize tackling and pursuit the football to me that is winning defense when you get to December when you get beyond December that is the stuff that will win if you get beat deep if you get beat often you lose that's it but if you keep everything in front you give your defense a chance um, probably nobody better to ask this than you because you, you've got your heart in both places, right? St. Louis and L.A. This is not a question about this weekend. Just in general, your sort of your summary now of how L.A. and I know there's a new stadium and all that. How has L.A. responded to the Rams returning? And again, you you've seen both sides of this, um, and I know there's two teams there too now. Uh, but how how's the community with the Rams? L.A. is difficult, man. <laughs> it really is as a whole. Um, it's funny to be sitting here. I'm like, Matthew Stafford, this team brought you a Super Bowl, and you know, you're still rocking the Raider gear. Wait, the Raiders are in Vegas, man. Wait, you're rocking 49er gear? You know, they, hate, they, they chant beat L.A., and you live in L.A. It just does not make sense. Right. But some people, their fandom is deeply rooted, and I do get it because when the Rams and the Raiders left, there was a void there. And there's a lot of football fans here, so they had to pick a side. And some kids were brought up knowing only one thing. We're 49er fans, or, or we're Dallas Cowboy fans, or we're Raider fans. That is hard to win your way out of. But 
they're doing the right things. They got a great base. They're out in the community. Uh, they're starting young, so they're building their fan base. It just takes a while in Los Angeles to become that squad. But eventually, look, the Lakers had to start somewhere. The Dodgers had to start somewhere. The Rams are starting here, but you're starting from a good spot. You already are Super Bowl champion. That Super Bowl happened right here in Los Angeles. So it's a great start. You just have to keep it going. L.A. is a tough place. DeMarco, the roadmap. If the Rams are going to come into Baltimore and win on Sunday, draw out what it looks like for me. Uh, Lamar got lost on the way to the stadium. Uh, We're going to hope that's not the case. (laughs) I mean, look, it's tough. And the last time, look, uh, there were two things. When Baltimore came here and I was experiencing Lamar Jackson from field level for the first time, and he blew past me and I felt the wind. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. And that team was incredible. It was like the Rams weren't even there. So I'm like, this team is different and Lamar is different. Then... Uh, a couple of years ago when the Rams came to Baltimore and they got into one of those AFC North battles, got behind Baltimore, and you needed a perfect fourth quarter out of Matthew Stafford to win the football game, and they did it. To me, that was the catalyst to the Super Bowl run, winning down there. So it ain't easy to beat Baltimore. It ain't easy to beat the AFC North. You know what you're in for. You've had three tries. You're one and two. Uh, now you're about to face the best. So there are no excuses. You're reasonably healthy. Uh, you're going to have to lay it out. This is your playoff right here. You've got to beat Baltimore if you want to keep this playoff alive. Yeah, it's going to be a tight one. Glenn said 38-10 earlier. I don't think it's – I don't think <laughs> – I'm kidding. It's going to be a tight one for sure. Yeah. Uh, DeMarco Far one on Twitter is how you follow him. DeMarco Far, really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes for us. Enjoy your trip in here to Baltimore. We'll make sure you get some crab cakes. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you, sir. No Femi disrespect, man. Nope, hey, none. Not at all. Love that guy. Thank you, DeMarco. DeMarco Farr with us here on GCR. 38-10, Ravens-Rams. Yeah, that's how you're feeling? You're feeling that? You didn't even do the bit. You didn't I, even I, do I, the – I'm trying to do real radio. <laughs> oh, <are> you? <laughs> when did that start? Well, when I got here, 10 o'clock. God, I don't think I've only, we've only taken one break today. Um, got a problem. I got a bad yet. feeling about this game. Yeah? I, I No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I, I do have a bad feeling about this okay. game. Uh-huh. I don't think we're winning. No? Why? I just have a weird feeling. I feel like, like in, in other circumstances, I, I might agree with you. Ravens out of a bye. I'm not. And, and I know we clobber it, these NFC teams. I just feel like we're due. Maybe this is just what – I feel like we're due for one of those classic I hear Ravens you. are up 24-14 going into the fourth quarter, I, and the I, Rams score three touchdowns. I, un, well, they tried to do it against the Chargers. They tried to have No, I, I, I do. I, I, I feel understand like – I understand you're saying I, I could never – assume that because the Ravens are so good with extra rest in the John Harbaugh era that I, I just can't make the assumption okay. that that's going to happen. I like I understand that that feeling is in the back of your mind, and the Rams have been really good of late. They've been really good with those pieces on the field together. All right, uh, Griffin, tell everybody is what's going on. it rain Sunday, somebody told me? Uh, maybe. I, I think it's going to rain everywhere is what I saw. Uh, people are, people are uh, trying to jump on the unders early, but they've already been moving because it, I think it's the whole country. Everything with you people's you. gambling. Yeah, I know, with us. Tell everybody about uh, – speaking of which, tell everybody about Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. <laughs> nice segue there. Yeah. Should, shouldn't be a problem tomorrow if you bet the primetime under, but uh, just in case that game goes to 31 somehow, yeah. uh, over at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. I think it's going to go to 40. <laughs> Uh, you can turn those losses into winning opportunities with the second chance to win promotion because between now and January 4th, 2024, all live casino and hotel Maryland rewards members will be able to enter their losing bet slips into the second chance to win drum. And then two nights a week, 20 different winners will be chosen with prizes ranging from live casino and hotel Maryland apparel, sports and social, ultimate hat.
happy hour plus cash and free play worth up to $500. Drawings will be held every Thursday and Monday over at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. Adirondo Mills must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLING. All right. Uh, Stan wants to buzz in. Is that what you're telling Correct. me? Correct. All right. Stan will buzz oh, in and tell us what he thinks about Craig Kimber. Oh, okay. We'll do that now. I thought I was getting yelled at. Oh, <laughs> if he had been listening. Brace yourselves for an unparalleled game day experience at the new Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbook in Canton and Towson. Experience the thrill of live, in-person betting with Baltimore's only state-of-the-art Vegas viewing TV experience. Choose between a person-to-person experience with their on-site tellers or the convenience of their self-bet kiosks to place your bets. Gather your betting buddies and head over to the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks today. Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks in Towson and Canton. The ultimate destination for game day excitement, Great food and live in-person betting. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Go to mdgamblinghelp.org. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Todd Karpovich profiles the Orioles' survivors. Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, and Ryan Mancastle, who all came from the previous regime but stuck through tough times to be key pieces in guiding the franchise back to prominence. Also inside, we remember the iconic Brooks Robinson with tributes from Jim Henneman and myself, Stan the Fan Charles and a trip down memory lane to remember the most significant moments of his career. Plus, we meet players from college basketball programs around the state. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Visit Hartford County. Gear up for the holidays by supporting local with Small Business Saturday on November 25th. Take in the dazzling sights of the season with a Ledoux Christmas at Ledoux Topiary Gardens. Enjoy holiday lights, sing along the holiday songs, reserve a carriage ride, and sit on Santa's lap in Bel Air's Winter Wonderland happening every Saturday from November 25th until December 16th. Nothing sparks that holiday joy quite like a festive parade. Head to visitharford.com and click on Events to see the full list of parades and so much more. In Maryland, you're welcome. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on, where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Casas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasInn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas in at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. 
Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at Baltimore.org slash hotels. Don't forget about Project Game Day after every Ravens game this season. It's kind of like this show, except Rita's also there, so I actually think it's pretty good. But hey, you're already here now, so why don't you go ahead and keep listening to GCR? All right, back in here on GCR as we continue along on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Lakers, huh? Uh, sure, they did. They did beat the Suns last night. Well, they're in the semifinal. Ask, the, ask me if I care. They're in the semifinal of the big tournament. Yeah, the big tournament, the one, the the one that's happening. What'd you think of? Um, I watched the game. What's last his night. name the other night and LeBron? What about him? When they threw the coach out? No, oh, I don't. I don't even know what happened. Oh, I genuinely don't even know what happened. I don't. It's he, the, it, it's the NBA in December. I don't care. Like I just don't care. Sorry. He, Call Le- LeBron a witch, but use the. It's hilarious to me that you there's the sport that's actually competing for like a championship right now, college football, and you don't know who the players are, but you're paying attention to the NBA in December. Well, the professionals. Thank you. That's a great point. Now that you put it that way, and LeBron, great, it's a great point. Yeah, I went right? back and watched the entire. I I will confess that I went back and watched, all, not every episode, but close to every episode of The Last Dance again. <laughs> Just. For funsies? I, I don't know. I just I real I just have such an immense amount of respect for Jordan. Okay. I mean he was a I hear he was good. I hear he was good. It's just a strange Anyway. That's what you got? <laughs> Rewatch no, the I, last I, dance. I, I, most Why didn't you it? lead with that today? We could have avoided the last two hours. Most of it. It's um, not my fault you don't like sports. That's a great no, I know who the quarterbacks are in the college football playoff. I can name all four of them. Yeah. Yeah? How much what's their salaries? But well, all pretty high. Yeah, right. All pretty high. I don't know if you student heard. Student athlete. Uh, the the word is in order to land a, tra- a quarterback in the yeah, portal, million, million it's and uh, a yeah, million and a half to two million dollars, according to Matt Rule. Matt Rule said, if you want to get I'll one of the pass. quarterbacks in the por- portal, you got to pay a million and a half to two million dollars. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with they're, I, they're good. Do you want to have a quarterback or not, Drew? Navy doesn't have one. That's true. It's a good point. They're five and six. <laughs> Joining us now, <laughs> he is uh, Stan the fan, Charles. Wants to uh, chime in as the Orioles. You know, there was a time when he did this, when he did Sports Talk. Yeah. And he actually sounded like he knew what he was doing. Yeah, unlike the rest of us. Stan, what's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> the key the key there, Drew, is I sounded like I knew what no. I was talking about. No. I never did. You always, I never did. You always did. Stan, I used to listen. I, I'm in a weird place with the Kimbrel thing because, like, I, I – I think it's fine, but I think it's fine, right? Like, there's a part of me that's sort of saying, I don't know, I'd, I'd just be as inclined to have given D.L. Hall and Tyler Wells one of those guys a shot, too. Like, I, I, I know well, we had a good that's, season. That's, that's just the point. They, they weren't ready to say that. First of all, I think, I think this signing does one thing. I think Tyler Wells will go to spring training as a starting pitcher. I think that's going to be – the end result of this, because I think they'll pick up some other relief pitcher, be it in the rule five thing today. And they may anyway, I don't know, but I, I think that, uh, I think the Kimbrel thing takes, it, it serves two purposes. It allows Wells to go back into the rotation, uh, and have a bona fide closer who is, I'll agree with you, Glenn. It's not as sexy as Josh Hader, but it's a lot less expensive, and it doesn't come with the 
threat to the clubhouse that Aroldis Chapman has. Um, and, and I don't think they were going to get Robert Stevenson because I think he'll end up getting $40 million for four years somewhere else. So I think all things considered, when you enter an offseason and you don't have Felix Bautista, this is about as good as you're going to do, in my opinion, on a free agent uh, because of the paucity of uh, options out there in free agency. But I think what's, what's coming clear and the reason I wanted to jump on, I, I'm seeing, and again, I don't have Peter Gammons or Ken Rosenthal fall sitting here, but I read the tea leaves fairly well. I think this sets up pretty nicely for an Oriole Marlin trade. Uh, and I look for the two sides to get together on a deal that might look something like this, say a Santander, Ortiz, and Urias for one of their starting pitchers, one of the two that they didn't want to give up going right. into the winter baseball meetings, which is Lozardo, Jesus Lozardo, who I absolutely love, and the other is Braxton Garrett, who I like a lot. So one of the two of those and possibly Tanner Scott comes back to the Orioles or something like that. And I think it's worth keeping your eyes on, well, I, look, on I'm, the Orioles in the market. I think the Tanner Scott thing totally makes sense. Yeah, I think, like I, that, I think all of, I mean, book, I mean I, I, I'm all on board for it if that's where they're going to go. I, I, I want to go back to Kimbrell for a second, Sting, because you just watch more baseball yeah. than I do, right? Yeah. How do we explain yeah. the disparity between the guy that was dreadful with the Cubs – was dreadful uh-huh. for a little bit of time that he was with the White Sox, and then the guy that you know showed up in Philadelphia last year and was really helpful. Like, how do we know which Craig Kimbrell is going to arrive in Baltimore? Well, I think you you base you base your decision as one of the reasons he's not getting seventeen or eighteen million dollars a year for three more years or something like that. Uh, he, he's he's got his eyes eyes wide open as to what he presents right now. And I think this deal will end up being for like eight or nine for one year, but with his ability to maybe gain, get two or three million more in incentives. You know, um, I I just trust the overall body of his work. We're not getting the the we're not getting the primo uh, Craig Kimbrell. We're getting the the pretty darn good Craig Kimbrell. And uh, I think again, what it also allows you to do. He doesn't have to be the guy that gets 45 saves. He's a guy that has to get 25 out of 30, uh, and then you still use Cano and Tanner Scott to get some saves, and maybe yeah. D.L. Hall. So I think it's 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 a step in the way of building a really strong bullpen. And to me, going into spring training with a starting rotation that probably looks better than it did last year at the same time right you know one of the things too about him and this may not matter right 10 of his 14 years in the national league um so there there isn't there isn't a lot of familiarity with him in the american league i mean i I don't know does that does that matter does that help i know interleague play now everybody sees everybody but you know he's primarily been a national league pitcher but but not as much but players move around a lot more between the two leagues i think it's a little bit of a a little bit, you know, remember that half season, Glenn, that you were talking about, if I recall correctly, he was absolutely, tell me if I'm wrong, wasn't he 
great with the White Sox that year? No. And then when he went to no, the Dodgers, the, he was awful. It was the so that that half season with the White Sox is when he was he started that season with the Cubs and was really good to start the season. Oh, okay. Then he went to the White no, Sox you're right, you're right, and he was you're awful. Right. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna sort of dismiss that as as a blip on his radar. You're absolutely right. He had a five five oh nine on run average. That was that was during the Tony Larusa era. Oh I, yeah, I mean, if we just want to say everything, everything that went wrong, I can blame anything on Tony Larusa. It was such a disaster. We'll just yeah, blame everything yeah. on it. Don't know how we continue <laughs> to blame that for this year. I guess Pedro Griefall gets thrown in there too. I don't anyway, know. real real quick, MLB trade rumors last night mentioned that the Marlins are really turning their attention to get, getting a shortstop so they can keep Chaz Jazz Chisholm out in center field. And they need a bat to replace Jorge Soler. So that's where I come up with the Ortiz, the Ortiz and Santander thing for a starting pitcher. And then a really good young starting pitcher who's controllable for a couple more years. And then I see Urias being sort of a little bit of a, a toss because I think we're not, we're going to non-tender them anyway. And I see that's where we get a, a relief pitcher back of the caliber of, say, Scott. Stan, we'll talk more about it on Friday when you're here in studio with uh, us, all right? Uh, we, uh, we are. Uh, all right. Sounds good, brother. Thanks, man. Stan. Good to talk to you, buddy. You too, Stan. Bye. I'll see you Friday. <laughs> Stan, the fan. Coming in Friday. Just, I, I don't think that's going to work out. I, I want to come in and add to the show. I, 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 like, I want to follow this up by having a baseball or having a legitimate conversation. That's why I'm here. Is it? Is it though? Not my fault. You don't like to talk about sports. Uh, you don't like to talk about the NBA. What I hate is that someone's enjoying this. So, I don't know who it is, but someone you sure? has enjoyed this. Are you sure? Oh, I, they're perverse. They, are you they need sure? To seek help, but oh, well, some people it. are like me, and they follow the NBA. Yeah, do they? <laughs> who, who won the games? Who's in the semifinals? Um, Lakers or yes. in the Lakers? Yes. Um, Bucks. Yes. Um, on Tuesday night. Yeah, right. yeah Lakers, Bucks. Uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. He's two for two, though. We got to give him that. Clippers? No. They weren't? No. Okay. No. Boston? They lost. They lost, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm out of teams. Yeah, you just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know any other teams, teams in the league. league. The other team was the very exciting team, the one that, ever, uh, that was really cared about this tournament in the oh, Eastern Conference. Atlanta. No. Oh, okay. That was a guess. The Pacers. Oh, the right. Pacers. right. It was I did a, know that. It was wild. It was raucous. I did know that. They did. And then the one it's a million dollars a guy. Uh, I thought it was 500000 I thought it was a guy. million for the winner. Is it ha- yeah, I thought it was 500000 uh, I thought it was 500000 Find out. Um, well, that's a lot of money, dude. And uh, and the one that uh, Griffin is rooting yes, for. My, my, my New Orleans His beloved Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, the other I mean, look, say what you will about this thing, and I know there's a lot of there, – there's. You can have if, if you want to have a legitimate conversation, I, I am having a legitimate conversation. Sure. I do think, and on a one to ten, I don't know what your number is. On a one to ten, I'm a five as it relates to the NBA. If I'm that, I'm I'm a four or a five. I will pay a little bit more attention in the spring, but then I got hockey. I'm a five. This has for this specific thing. I've been a seven for this. You couldn't name the other two teams that were in the semifinals. That's got nothing to do with it. It does. I at least have followed it. I, you didn't know who the teams were that I were in it. I watched the Laker game the other day. I would never watch it in December. 
that you gotta that's a whole I don't know how to explain that. I'm guessing you bet on it. But like of course. Then you would watch that even if it wasn't a silly tournament. You would do but that. But this has been a good idea it. by them. I the the And and part of the reason I'm, why it's been a good idea is I hate this. Here's why it's been a good idea. Because it has addressed part of the biggest problem they have in the league. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. The, the players only try about 40% of the time. Right. So, let, let, again, I'm going to attempt to say... No, but that's the truth. I, I, eh. It is the truth. You know it. I don't know if it's 40. I don't know if it's 40. It's close. I don't know if it's 40. Go to... Uh, okay, go down there to D.C. on January the 13th again, on a Wednesday night. They don't Orlando. have any players to begin with. Go, How could their players try? Go down there on a Wednesday night in January or, or flip on NBA TV I, on a Wednesday night in January with nine minutes left in the game. The score is 98 to 67. So I, I, I want to – two things. The first being the the best way to describe this thing is that as long as no one get, gets hurt, nobody's gotten hurt by it, right? Like that's the best way to describe this is to say – Well, they're playing basketball games. Under – Understood. The best way to they describe still count. It, I under well, not the championship. The championship doesn't count. Uh, it doesn't count the standings. Yes, gotcha. Doesn't have nothing to do with your final record. The championship gotcha. stands alone. But all the other games, all count. the other games count. Okay. The best way I could describe it as it, it's faux. Is it one game by the way? Championship. One game championship. We Listen will not. You. We will not care about it. Come March, no one will remember anything about this other than the parties that were involved. No one will. It's not a thing. In the moment, if you're inclined but it, to but watch. But it could be someday. No. Yeah, I disagree it with that. It can't be. Because we have a championship. Because They, they have one in England, and people care about the, the... Because they're different competitions. Because you compete against different teams. They want you to believe that this is like European soccer. It is nothing like European soccer. They are well, I'll different give you a novel concept. You should take the top 12 college teams and let them play in. That would be more interesting than this. It wouldn't actually be because they couldn't compete with it, but it would be more interesting. No, uh, I don't know. Have you seen Kansas? Yeah, they could beat the Wizards. The Wizards, maybe. But again, <laughs> that's the Wizards. They could beat the Wizards for uh, sure. Spencer Dickinson would hate Washington, too. So. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> they, he would blame them for the fact that he wasn't be, recruited I'm by I'm pretty Maryland. sure Kansas could hang in there. Maybe. And you could always make it but a that's net. one. You and, always, the, and the Pistons. They could beat the Wizards and the Pistons. You could always do what you do in golf. What? And make it a net thing, meaning point spread. Oh, like we do in golf. Yeah, like you you're say, yeah, right. 14 handicap. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. beat me. I get it. I get it. You shoot 90, I shoot 80, you beat me. It, the problem is these are just game. We have a a competition that determines who the champion of the NBA is. So even like last okay, – that, Now that I agree with. Like you can't create a thing where this is a thing. It can be interesting to the Pacers because the Pacers are like, dude, we could all use five hundred thousand dollars because they have well, the lowest money, pay- right, sure, they sure, have sure. the lowest payroll in basketball. Right. But you can't make it a legitimate competition because there's nothing legitimate about it. They play a couple of games. You happen to win the couple of games that got you into the thing. Like it it's insane to talk about it like I it like was some it. sort of real competition. The best thing you can say is, well, they're going to play the games anyway, so why not paint the courts a goofy color and pretend yeah, like I don't it know about those. I, it doesn't do anything for me, but if yeah. people like it, they like it. Why not pretend like there's something about it that matters? Why I not? think I should, we should go back to this other thing. Kansas leads, just bear out, bear this out. Kansas starts the game with a 21-point lead. And, hold on. And the, the game is the first team to 85. 
So what I was saying Tell was, me what's wrong with that. The difficult Tell part, me why that's not interesting. The difficult part about talking about Craig Kimbrell. And give them five hundred grand, which you're already getting. Is that they could do worse. And it's a very difficult thing because and th- it's funny because no, we're back to baseball. Yeah, because I can't. Right. Um Stan brought I, it up. Stan, I like the Kimbrell signing. I'm fine with the, it. This is the, exactly the way. The, the, here's this paragraph from MLB Trade Rumors. The Orioles have been looking to fortify the back of their bullpen this winter, with Felix Batista set to miss the 2024 campaign recovering from Tommy John's surgery. In that search, they have been connected in rumors to just about every notable reliever, including Josh Hader, Robert Stevenson, and Jordan Hicks, though those guys are set for multi-year deals. And this is the problem about talking about Craig Kimbrell, is because in a vacuum you say, yeah, Okay, I can see it. But it requires you to also talk about who they weren't going to sign. Well, we, and we don't want to sign the those real people. real players. But because we got a guy. It doesn't matter. You need to have more than one closer on your roster. Have you watched the playoffs? It's the reason why we were screaming about Josh Hader before I, Felix Batista got hurt. You have to have multiple high-leverage relievers on your team in the postseason. Okay, but high-leverage and closers are are different. Again, this goes back, you're waiting in the minutia of this guy might not come here if you couldn't no. promise him that he was going to be the ninth inning you're- guy in 2025. And that, by the way, is a factor. And I'm not debating that it's a factor. Perhaps if you talk to Josh Hader and he said to you, I'm only going to sign in Baltimore if you guarantee me that you'll be the closer in 2025, then he wouldn't do that because the Orioles wouldn't do that. That's possible. Although, making plans around Felix Batista coming off of a major injury is also concerning. So there's a lot of layers to this. But, for example, I don't think that Robert Stevenson was looking for that. And Josh Hader has already taken jobs where he wasn't the closer in certain spots. Uh, you know what I'm going to say about him. What? Hader. You can't have him because he's old mill. I understand. Correct. That's the way that you feel so I'm, about So I'm out on him. But the problem is that sentence, those guys were set for multi-year deals, leads you back to the way everybody feels about the Orioles. It, this, uh, there's always going to be a limitation to what you're willing to do. If what you said is we were But only- you're also assuming that that's accurate. What do you mean? You're assuming that, that that statement's accurate. That they're all set to get multi-year deals? That the Orioles are not interested in signing them because they want That's going to be based around everything we've seen from the Orioles. They have to prove that's inaccurate. To dismiss that would be foolhardy because it's all they've done. In what world could you operate you with the idea? all the teams. Yes, exactly what it is. I hate all the teams. Tell What's me, your take on the lease thing? I don't. I, I gotta go. What's your take on the lease thing? It, it, it's we gotta stop using the word deadline. There's no deadline. We gotta stop pretending like there's a deadline. I got into a fight with Chris Corman yesterday. I was like, dude, I love you. You know, I love you. I think your reporting's great. You just can't use the word deadline. Like there is no deadline. This notion that there's some deadline on on Jan, December 31st is ins- absurd. We're just saying it because we can't do critical thinking. Well, you're you're man. You are so mean. God, what, what, what do you mean to say? You? You're. Okay, so you're saying there's no deadline. There's no deadline. Let me, let me finish. Uh-huh. You need to remember Go I'm older it. than you, and That's I deserve a well, modicum I'm of... I'm giving you every ounce of respect <laughs> that you deserve. I want to make that abundantly clear. Much older You've than received, you. You've received... That part is also true. Right, so here's the thing. If you're saying there isn't a deadline because there isn't a punishment, and that's the wrong word, but if you're saying there isn't a deadline because there's not... There, there, there isn't some sort of finality to it, meaning, like I said this week, we if the state wants this to get done, the state should just say, if this thing isn't signed on December 31st, yeah. for every day after it's not signed, you, you lose $10 million. Call us on January the 15th. You will have lost $150 They're million. They're not going to do that. Okay, but, 
But that's but that is that's a punishment. Right. You're saying absent that what's why would the Orioles get nervous on December 31st? They have no reason to be. Right. Okay, and I would buy that. And Michael I, Friends confirmed exactly what I... But the I, funny thing is I said this yesterday morning. Everybody's like, what are you talking about? I, Michael Friends said the exact same word. We're not kicking them out. It doesn't right. work. I, I would buy that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, though, but what I am saying is the opposite. And that is... So I'm not saying the opposite of you. I'm saying the opposite is if we had any balls at all, we would say to them... We, this is the best deal you're getting from us. But they can't do that. Of course they can do no, it. No, they can't. You're wrong. Because that allows Major League Baseball. Major oh, League please. Baseball right now will not allow the Orioles to move. Because Major Of course they're not moving. Stop. Listen to me. Major League Baseball won't allow the Orioles to move because you don't move away from $600 million in free money. But the moment that you put on, try to get leverage by saying we're taking that money away is the moment that Major League Baseball then goes back to you and says, you know what's really funny about that? Is that this city is willing to law for us $600 million instead. Totally disagree with you. Disagree with me all you want. Totally disagree with you. But that's why we do this. This is, they can't, the state is up against it. They have to offer $600 million in free money. They have. I understand that. And the Orioles haven't taken it. They can't. The Ravens did, the Orioles did. They can't take it off the table. They can't do that. Well, okay. Well, then what they say to the Orioles is you're not getting a penny more. Well, I think they've been trying to say that. Okay, so that's where we are. And that's where we are because there's no. So we'll just keep doing this. That's the problem. Part of the the issue when people say, what's the holdup? The part we all not, know what the holdup is. Well, it's These part people that. are morons. Wait a second. It's part of that. Which which people? The which Orioles. People? Okay. You explain to me. Wait, come on. You can feel however you want to feel. And I don't disagree with you inherently, but tell me how this works. Because the reporting is an agreement was put in place that was approved by the Maryland Stadium Authority, and then the state changed it. Changed it. Right. So tell me but how I, that I, I, part of it is the fault of the but Orioles. But I would say that it changed Again, some of this is dependent. I have no problem saying they changed so, it because it was a bad deal, but they agreed to it. That part we can't shake. Or or they changed it because it didn't get signed. Meaning, I mean, they announced it. They knew it wasn't signed. Well, that's that's what I can't. I keep coming back to that whole, I wrote about this yesterday. Like, tell us someone, someone, mm-hmm. governor's office, stadium authority, or Orioles, someone tell us what happened. Between the time you flashed that on the board and now. The reporting would say that the state changed the deal. That's uh, all the uh, reporting uh, to, we have. To what? To you, we're not giving you what we told you we were going to give you for you to develop. We told you we were giving you development rights of the immediate the area around the, the immediate the, uh, area. The, not, I've heard that the big, Not with the part that they wanted. Not the lots between the stadiums. The one to the left, the H lot. Essentially. That's the one I heard was the big sticking point. Correct. Right. And in the agreement, again, according to the reporting that has been done about this, that was a done deal that everybody had agreed upon. Okay. And then the state said no. I, so we can keep, and I trust me, I understand all of our feelings towards John Angelos. I understand all of our feelings towards the decision-making the Orioles have done. But how are we blaming him or them for I'd, that? I had always, I had always heard that the Lot H argument would, I had always heard that that was not part of the deal. But that's just what that's, I heard from someone. I mean, if, if, if again... If the Orioles wanted I'm, it to be... I'm trusting multiple reports from the Banner, the Sun, everybody involved is saying that the, the, the MOU 
And in fact, when it was reported then, it included that. Included that they had given them that immediacy. Not Again, not what the Orioles asked for. Not for all of the parking lots. But for the immediate area. Okay, they well, given I mean, Lot H is immediate. It's right there. It's right. theirs. But it also is the Ravens. I understand that. That lot is used I by under, both of them. I understand right. all of that. And the Orioles, because it's what they do, said, well, we want that. But that apparently the state said that, too. Do you think, let me ask you this, and then we got to go because it's late. Really? Well, I'm not getting paid for this. I, mean, um, I don't think. I mean, of, Got a lot of thoughts. Um, got a lot of thoughts. Do you think the Orioles deserve m- more because they play 81 games there? Than the Ravens, it, it's a it's a really interesting question. Um, the answer is yes. There's no way around it. The answer is yes. It has to be that way. Now, what that line is is impossible to define. The answer has to be yes. You you can't give the exact same amount. It'd be bad business for something that gets you. Eight dates, ten dates, whatever you want to call it, versus something that gets you thirteen 80. if you factor in a couple concerts and it, soccer games. The game. absolute but whatever, most, but whatever, is, right. right? Thirteen, whatever you want to say. You Twelve. Can't, you couldn't 13. operate that way of doing everything the exact same way. But where the line is between the two, that's the more, that's far more difficult to try to figure out. It's far more difficult to try to figure out exactly what you can give the Orioles versus what. So you So the can interesting give. thing is, this is part of the. Nature of unintended consequences when you have stadiums configured next to one another. Correct. Like if if the Ravens were in Timonium right. and the Orioles were downtown, none of this is a wouldn't exactly have this right. issue. None of this is a problem. I and get it's, it. And it's why again this this it's why more and more you're seeing baseball stadiums downtown and football stadiums not mm-hmm. because football teams need parking lots because they want they want tailgating. Mm-hmm. Baseball teams say. Take public transportation. Do whatever you had to do in order to get to the games. There's no parking lots around Yankee Stadium. Right. There's no parking lots around Fenway Park. A couple Park. Of good bars. They're, yeah, we found that out. They, they, you can get yourself a $10 red stripe if you'd like. Yeah. You don't park the parking lots at Fenway Park. It's not the way it works. Right. Baseball stadiums are downtown. Football stadiums are in areas where you have more space. Now, I get they figured out a way to kind of make it work in Philadelphia where they just said, we're going to have an overwhelming amount of parking and share the space with the two teams. It's not as if there are no places. And, and in fairness, they don't have the – I don't even want to know what you want to call the history with this ownership group. They don't have the friction-filled history. Look, when all else fails, just blame the Orioles. It's exactly the way that we do things. All right. Uh, I would ask you what you want to plug, but I don't I don't want you to plug it. Oh, anybody in the immediate area wants to come to our live nativity for IHM on Saturday. There you go. What time is it? 5.30 and 6.30, hot chocolate and cookies. We're doing a live nativity at IHM All the student, this, this Saturday. All the students are um, – somebody saying something about rain. It's not going to rain Saturday, is it? I haven't, not rain. I haven't looked. We, it's, we got a live nativity. Yeah, I, I would think that you have the big guy on your side. I would think that – Better not be raining Saturday. He would understand. Not okay. Can't do it. Do you have a rain date or – No. Just going to do it in the rain? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll so, do it in the rain. Just – Yes? I mean, we would do it in the rain, right. but not if it's, like, pouring. Okay. All right. Very good. Quickly, sign up for the bowl pick please. Yes, please. I need you to 
mention that in Drew's morning discussion I'll take tomorrow. Maryland over Auburn. Thank you. I you, think we're going to do great. By the way, I actually did pick Maryland over Auburn. Yeah, I think we're beating them. I, I don't know about that. but I Have you them. seen it? we got a pretty good team. The guys that are left. And tonight, I got a good feeling about that. Yeah, yeah, old Penn State. Also, I, uh, we, I mentioned it at glennclarkradio.com. I need you guys to block off Monday, December 18th. That night, we got, got a busy week that week. We got an, I don't care. We've got an event. We'll be announcing details in the next couple of days. Monday, December Just 18th. Block the night off. Block the night off. All right? And we need you to go right now and go purchase some deodorant, some toothpaste, something like that. Packs unopened. We need unopened packs of underwear, of socks, things along those lines, because we need you to bring them out, and we're going to have something for you on December 18th. So make your plans Is accordingly. He- I don't even know what Lamar brings to these right. things. Yeah, it's not. It, that one didn't work out. We tried, but it didn't work out. Shucks. Thanks, I guess. When All we right. come back in, tidbit and tubit. your house and chew gum. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, you do. Tidbit and tubit are next. Glenn Clark Radio. <laughs> Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23. G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best and use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Tyus Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 a fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. A partnership of Press Box and Great Ace Memorabilia. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, December 12th at Alonzo's on Cold Spring Lane in Roland Park. It's brought to you by Superbook, AJ Michaels, and HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on. Where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Costas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasInn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steamed crab orders. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria. A.J. Michaels, heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. Visit Hartford County. Gear up for the holidays by supporting local with Small Business Saturday on November 25th. Take in the dazzling sights of the season with a Ledoux Christmas at Ledoux Topiary Gardens. Enjoy holiday lights, sing along to holiday songs, reserve a carriage ride, and sit on Santa's lap in Bel Air's Winter Wonderland happening every Saturday from November 25th until December 16th. Nothing sparks that holiday joy quite like a festive parade. Head to visitharford.com and click on Events to 
to see the full list of parades and so much more. In Maryland, you're welcome. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Hey Ravens fans, looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Sure, Glenn may be in his 40s now, but he looks just as good as he ever has, and he's still as sharp as he ever was. And I say both those things without even a shred of irony. Find out for yourself right now by watching the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. I don't even know what happened. I'm just, my, my head hurts. I can't. I can't do it. What the hell just happened for the last two and a half hours? I would say I'm sorry, but I... I think some of you like the chaos. I hate it. I think you're right. I hate it. Um, Griffin, you want to tell everybody about the green turtle? Yeah, again, get over. You know, this one, it's not even going to be a problem. You're not even going to sweat this one if you bet the under tomorrow on the the primetime under because over at the green turtle, every Thursday, they're giving you a free $10 bet at the new turtle sports books in Towson and Canton. So stop by, get your free $10 bet, watch the game, and enjoy some great green turtle food. Uh, maybe not so great football, at least not tomorrow night. But get some great great food from the green turtle. So make sure to check it out. The, be- the Bet Park sports books in Towson and Canton, the ultimate destination for game day excitement, great food, and live in-person betting with a $10 free bet each Thursday. Have to be there in person. I'm still struggling to, like, breathe. I'm so flummoxed by what just occurred here. It's spinning. Um, what am I doing? Oh, you want to do a tidbit? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah do here? Should, I guess we should. Tidbit is brought to you by the Stan the Fan Variety Hour. Stan back tomorrow night. Uh, John Martin from the Maryland Lottery will join him. If you missed Stan, Luke, and Ross catching up with Scotty McGregor earlier in the week, you can find it at facebook.com slash pressboxsports. Click on the videos tab. Go to youtube.com slash pressboxonline in order to find it as well. What you got? I'm going to do a couple college, quick college basketball ones from Monday night. Uh, this one sneak, snuck by me. Jared Burson, uh, Oregon State, they won their game on Monday night, but they became the first team uh, this century to do uh, to play a 50-minute game and not make a single three-pointer and still win. They went to double overtime with Cal Poly, Oregon State did. Uh, they didn't make a single three in that game, but they still won uh, in double overtime. So that was pretty. I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I mean, I, I saw that score flash up on my like bottom line while I was watching the football game. I'm like, that can't be right. Like, uh, I refuse uh, to believe that's right. Illinois and uh, FAU played last. How do you, night. and how does Maryland get them on the schedule? Is the other question. Get oh, get Oregon yeah. State. Uh, Marcus Damask and Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, they put on a show. Became the first uh, Division One teammate duo since 1999 to each score 30 points on 70 percent shooting since. This Marist duo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was Thomas Kenny and Drew Samuels. That was my next guess. It was. They, yeah. they, 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 and they lost to Niagara ah. back in January of 99. I bet they're still thinking about it. Um, over the weekend, McCaffrey, uh, he scored his 50th career. It's Christian McCaffrey, of course. Christian I don't McCaffrey. think it's Luke McCaffrey. Not Luke McCaffrey yeah. or Ed. Yeah, yeah or Ed McCaffrey. One of, one of those. Uh, Christian McCaffrey of the 49ers. Where's Luke McCaffrey? Good question. I don't know. Go ahead. Just keep going. I'll handle it. 
scored his 50th career rushing touchdown. Um, he joined a pretty exclusive list. Uh, he is the only the third player ever with 50 rushing touchdowns in 25. Luke McCaffrey was first team all AAC for Rice this year. Wow, good job, Luke. How about that? How about that? Third player ever, 25 career receiving touchdowns, 50 career rushing touchdowns. Who? Are uh, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk is, yes. Yeah, I was like, how is it possibly yes, it not is. Marshall Falk? It is Marshall Falk. Who, how many others are there? There's one more on this list. 100 career rushing touchdowns for Marshall Falk. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Not Adrian Peterson. Barry Sanders. Not Barry Sanders. Didn't play that long. Uh, Jim Brown. Not Jim Brown. Didn't really catch that many. Um, no, he didn't. Only 20. Problem is, like, all the guys that you think of as dual. LaDainian Tomlinson. Not LaDainian Tomlinson. That, that one is surprising. Um, Jamal Charles, I don't think, had those types of numbers. No, not Jamal Charles. He I don't think Brian Westbrook had, had those numbers either. Uh, Westbrook had the receiving number, but not the rushing number. Mm-hmm. Curtis Martin? Not Curtis Martin. Marcus Allen? Not Marcus Allen. In terms of, you're getting warmer in terms of era. In terms of era? Yeah. Era, era. Um, Edrin James? Not Edrin James. Son Jizzle James. Cincinnati. Every time you mention him, I'm going to have to mention yeah, you, Son you Jizzle. Love you love that. Getting warmer in terms of era, so 90s. Sorry, oh, sorry, no, ben, no, 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 and and I know the answer to this. Wait, what are the numbers? Uh, 50 rushing, 25 receiving touchdowns. I don't. Never mind. I, I meant well because like, I know that. Okay, going here's back, here's back the number because I gave this to you. Time. I know that Lenny Moore had 40 and 40. Did Lenny finish with 50? He did. Okay, Lenny all right. Moore is the other player. I should have started list. with that because we knew that Lenny was the only one that ever had 40 and 40. Right. Money, McCaffrey, and Falk. All right. It's a heck of a group. Yeah, very is. very impressive. Tidbit was also brought to you by ooh, the print issue of Pressbox, which is available still for another uh, couple of days anyway, like one more week left on this one before the best of issue hits stand. So go get it before it's gone. And then, yes, it will make way for our annual best of issue featuring our Mogaba Sports Person of the Year. Tubular is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Busy night of hoops, Big Ten Network, Penn State, Maryland at 7. Monumental 2 for UMass and Towson at 7. Loyola LaSalle, 6.30 on ESPN+. Wagner, Coppin State at 7 on ESPN+. UMES is also at NC State at 7 on ESPN+. And Morgan hosts UMBC at 6 o'clock. MorganStateBears.com if you can't make it over to Hill Fieldhouse. Big Ten hoops tonight. Uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, 9 o'clock on Big Ten Network. ACC Network for Rutgers and Wake Forest at 6. Um, some other big uh, games tonight. South Carolina, Clemson at 8 on ACC Network. Memphis, VCU at 7 on ESPNU. ESPN2 for the Backyard Brawl. Pitt and West Virginia at 9. 
Fox Sports 1, Texas Marquette at 8, SMU Arizona State at 10. CBS Sports Network has UNLV Dayton at 9. Monumental Sixers Wizards at 7, ESPN Spurs T-Wolves at 7.30, Nuggets Clippers at 10, TNT's got Stars Panthers at 7, Hurricanes Oilers at 9.30, USA for Fulham and Nottingham Forest at 2.30, and TBS for AW Dynamite at 8. Anything non-sports-wise? Uh, a couple things tonight, a couple finales. Of course, Survivor, not the finale of Survivor, but Survivor at 8 on CBS. It is the season finale of Dancing with the Stars on ABC. Um, it is also the season one finale of the Squid Game reality show, The Challenge, on Netflix. And uh, I have not watched it at all, not even a little bit. Apparently, people like it. I, a lot of people like it. Um, it is the season two finale. I of said Santa this about Squid Clauses. Game. I was done with it afterwards. Like I'm, I watched it, and then I just I did not need any more, like at all. And I get like I this is they're not actually killing anybody in this game. I understand that. Well, maybe it's the finale. Who knows? I understand that, but like I just think I'm Squid Gamed out. Like I don't even. I was very angry when they set up a second season at the end of the first season. I'm like, I don't, I'm done. I don't want any more of this. Um, season two finale of the Santa Clauses on Disney ah, Plus. Yeah, can't miss that. Uh, Jay Balvin will be on Fallon tonight, ah. and uh, and on Apple TV a documentary series, John Lennon Murder Without a Trial. They're diving into that. Okay, if you say on so. Apple TV. All right, very good. Uh, Tubular has also been brought to you by Superbook. Again, use the code GlennClark23 when you sign up at Superbook. Receive up to $250 in a same-day first bet match, win or lose, Superbook.com or the Superbook app. Thanks, I guess, to Drew. Thanks also to – I didn't really post Would You Rather Win. It just it kind of got screwed up because of the Kimbrel thing with one being the – it's what it is, man. Like, if you want it, find it on Facebook. And I will still give somebody away a T-shirt, I guess, but – it th- thanks to Birdland Sports. Um, yeah, that's I don't have anything else to say about it. It's what it is. Thanks to Drew, sure. Thanks to DeMarco Farr. Thanks to Mike Jones. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the Oh, my God, it's so good. Tab at GlennClarkRadio.com. Tomorrow on the program, we'll make our picks with KZ. Uh, Max Starks is going to yes, join us. Max Starks, uh, the former Steeler. Mm. Yeah, don't like that. But he's on the call for ESPN Radio Sunday for Ravens-Rams and stuff and things. And uh, Rick Neuheisel. Oh, Rick Neuheisel is going to join us to preview Army-Navy. Former Ravens offensive coordinator, CBS uh, college football analyst Rick Neuheisel will join the program tomorrow as well. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including... Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, Mother's North Grill, A.J. Michaels, Guilford Hall Brewery, Royal Farms, Costa Sin, Superbook Sports, Harford County, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Maryland, go Towson, go Morgan or UMBC, Loyola Coppin, Duke Sucks.